0: Here we go. You are now listening to Random Ramblings boom, boom, with Rob. Boom, boom. Yay! Boom, boom, boom. Yeah! Boom, boom. boom. Boom,
1: boom. Boom. Boom, boom. What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob. And I am here with another edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. First and foremost, let me thank you, the listener for listening to my podcast today. Yay. Or tonight or evening or whenever you listen to podcasts. So I wanna go ahead and start off the show by saying how much of a dumbass I am. Reason being, is because my baby girl, my daughter, five year old, she wanted to record. She see my equipment in here set up and everything. And she wanted to record. So I was like, why not? So I turned on the Periscope that I barely use anyway. And um, she wanted to record some video while we did the audio. So I had her up on Periscope and me and her is in here recording. And I was like, hey, how about when I do the show intros, my prelog, or whatever, that, you know, you help me out. She's like, yeah, I want to do that. So I went through my normal shtick, you know, Opened up the show. Hey, just another edition of Run and Rob. blah you know, you know how I do. You just heard it a little while ago. But the whole time the periscope was going, the whole time that we was in here recording. Oh, so I thought my motherfucking mic was off. <laughs> so I'm the dumbass. I went through all the trouble, and what really ticked me off about it is right before she started, she sat down in front of her mic and she was going to record. I told her, as like, hey." Make sure you turn your microphone on. And she's like, okay. And here my dumb ass sat here and recorded a whole intro. The whole thing was like 12 minutes of me and her talking back and forth, trying to introduce, do the opening segment and everything. And my microphone was fucking off. Well, I got the Periscope video posted on Twitter or whatever on, you can probably find it on the Facebook page as well. Cause all the accounts are linked. You can see the Periscope of me and her talking and everything and practicing the intro but my mic was off. Frustrates me to no end. Anyway, we have a guest other than my baby girl, which is like a quasi, I guess, or whatever, because that's not going to make it on the show, you know, for my intro, because I'm doing this one now. So what I'm going to do is throw it on the end if you want to listen to it. Get you some bonus content. But anyway, on this edition of the show, we have a guest, another stand-up comedian. Goes by the name of S. Anthony Thomas. He has a podcast that's called S. Anthony Says, which is great. You should listen to it. It's fun and dandy and everything like that. I don't know who the hell says dandy nowadays in the year of 2016, but I just did. So suck it, and um, it was great, man. I think out of all the podcasts that I've done so far, which isn't many, this is episode twenty-five. This is the hardest I ever laugh, laughed continually throughout the episode. Literally, my stomach muscles right now are tight, like I've been doing crunches and everything like that. So, yeah, I mean, you'll hear it whenever I roll the episode or whatever. I mean, we giggled from the time the record button was pressed. All the way till the record button was depressed. And I ain't talking about like it was sad. and It was weeping into a pint of Chunky Monkey Ben and Jerry's ice cream or anything. Not that kind of depressed, but like, you know what the fuck I'm saying. Anyway, it was a pleasure to have the man that is been doing comedy just about as long as I've been alive. That ain't a shot at his age, but it's just he has that much knowledge that much wisdom in the comedy game and everything so much so that (laughs) he was teaching at a comedy college from 2001 to 2008 as dictated here in my notes (laughs) and so we, we talk about all that stuff here so you know I'm excited I'm a little frustrated because I fumbled earlier with my baby girl on here trying to do the intro but hey shit happens but what we're gonna do right now is get into the episode. On this week's edition of the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me?
2: Oh, also, I, let me try. Let me try some. Let me try some, uh, me try some earphones and see what that works. All right. And then, <laughs> if I can hear you, I can hear you low. I can hear you low. Let's see what works here, man. Hopefully, you can still hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. earphones in here. All right, I got here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Oh, see, oh, there we go. Now we're now we're in business. Oh, okay. Now we are in business. You're you're in stereo right now. Oh, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Can you hear my smooth tones in stereo?
1: Oh, yes, yes. I I, I hear your very white isms very clear. That'll be five. That'll be five dollars. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got to uh, one of them down. Was it uh, the little square joints that you plug in your phone? Because I I don't keep no cash on me. It had to be like a debit swipe or something.
2: I don't care what it is. I take rubles. I don't give a damn what it is. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Motherfucking (laughs) rubles.
2: Yeah, I used to, to, when I lived in LA, I used to uh, go to this shopping uh, supermarket called Ralph's. I walked in there, and they took everything. Everything. I was like, y'all going to get this money, aren't you? Yes, sir. (laughs) I was like, all right. I can I respect that.
1: <laughs> be like, "Hey, man, I got these uh, Jordans in a size ten. I mean, can I get some milk and cookies with this?" It's like, "Yeah, brother, come on in. <laughs> we take, we
2: take blood. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. They were not messing around. They, they took. I, I, I was, I was shocked by that. I was completely shocked by the fact that they took everything. But it was cool. I was down with it. it didn't matter to me. Oops. Get it
1: how you live." Damn Skippy. Well, shit, sir. How, how are you doing today?
2: Pretty, pretty good, man. Pretty good. You know, it, it's uh, it, it's pretty good. It was, it was a, a little hot in New Jersey, but uh, that's usually what happens in summertime. I yes. <laughs> had the air conditioner going, and of course, it looked like my car was peeing underneath because of the air conditioner. Yeah. But uh, everything's beautiful.
1: Shit, I mean, I think I'll probably take some Jersey heat over this Missouri heat.
2: Maybe. Maybe. Maybe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been down this way to Missouri? Uh,
2: I think I, I might have shot through on one of my trips across the country. Uh, Missouri. Uh, yeah, St. Louis. I shot through St. Louis. Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah. I just, I, I just had to see the arch. You know, and I was like, I got to see this. <laughs> you know, and then I saw it and I was like, okay, and- now I'm getting, now, now I'm heading on off to L.A. I got to take care of this business, you know.
1: Yeah, I remember um, when we first moved down here. We came from um, North Carolina down here to Missouri, and um, we was passing through, and um, we passed the arch. And you know, it was my first time seeing it in person. Well, I was on the freaking highway, so I guess it don't really count. I didn't go touch it or no shit like that. But I'm like, oh, are you shit, sure that was, was
2: really the arch? <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't know but that's what i'm saying i mean we've been driving um i think that's like almost a 16-hour drive so i could have been delirious as shit that could have been like the stargate or some shit i don't know
2: i'm trying to figure out you might have got poked in the eye or something <laughs> <laughs> not only do i see the arch i see some angels i see a hot dog dressed like like a pirate i don't know what the hell's going on up in here
1: you're talking about bikini <laughs> bottom right now <laughs>
2: But but, but that, that's that's you I mean did you actually drive sixteen straight hours?
1: Yeah I mean yeah pretty much. One person? No, it was um, me and my wife.
2: Anyway, say, but nuts. I mean
1: but but at the same time, I mean you can say it was one person because we had two vehicles, so she had to drive the car and I had to drive the truck, so
2: Oh, so you were uh what I like to refer to as lucky to be alive.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well see I mean to me I mean I've been doing it I've been driving distances like that my shit my whole adult life so far being mm-hmm. in the military I'm a truck driver so I'm used to it I mean 16 hours is rough but mm-hmm. I mean I ain't nothing I can't power through or whatever it's just any anybody, yeah. anybody that rides with me they the ones that's kind of i'm I'm waiting I'm waiting on them pretty much because I mean I have no problem I turn some podcasts on some damn music. And I'm straight everybody else like oh god oh god I'm dying I'm so sleepy I said damn we only 30 minutes in shit <laughs>
2: <laughs> you probably I was just wondering you probably have like a, your right ear is probably uh, all messed up from all people screaming <laughs> in the passenger scene
3: will you slow down will you slow down, will you slow down? Yeah. I gotta go to the bathroom
1: exactly <laughs> See, and what sucks about it though? Well, it doesn't really suck. It's funny to me because my wife used to be a cop. So mm-hmm. I get the third degree anytime she a passenger in in a vehicle with me. It's like, you know, you could have made that light. You know, you need to turn right here. You need to slow down. You need to speed up. I am it's like I'm in driver's ed all over again. So I I let's cons- talk about what, I Let's talk myself- about what's
2: important. You both have weapons training.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> now <laughs> so what I'm saying is Did you wear the Kevlar in the car? Yes. Cause I have a feeling, can she get to the weapon faster than you?
1: Yeah, I think she has a little. Yeah, she, I think she got me on that one. She got me on the pistol game.
2: (laughs) Exactly. You got hands on the steering wheel. She got her hands in the purse. Next time you in the car with her and you start saying something stupid and you're a dude and sometimes we say stupid stuff. I want you to look over and watch and see if her right hand slides into the purse. If you see that, <laughs> then you know it's on. And that's all I'm saying. You might want to start zigzagging that car a little bit, shake that purse out of her hand, and then then you got a chance. Other than that, you're done.
1: See, see, that's the thing though. I like, I'm, I'm aware of the purse. I'm aware of the the quick draw game she got. So okay. anytime I say something to her, I got to preface it with, like, uh, LOL or maybe I'm just playing. So, like, if yeah, it's a text, I'm saying something, I'm like, LOL at the end. Or if I'm saying something to her, like, in person, I'm like, you know,
2: I'm just playing, right? <laughs> yeah, that'll that's that that'll work. But See, what'll happen is that's the difference between a, a, a shot in center mass and one into, like, the soft meat of the ass cheek. <laughs> 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 that, that, that's the difference between Because I've lived with women before and, uh, you know, as a comic, I can make them laugh. But the funny thing about it is if they've been with you a long enough time, they can tell the difference between something that's just funny and something that's funny. And you trying to make a point. And that's when you go "Ah, you say the thing and you instinctively kind of duck a little bit because, you know, somewhere in the middle of this, you you know, you watch a football game and you watch. uh, Say you you have a a quarterback that throws a timing pass. Mm -hmm. Right. The, the, the receiver makes a break, but before the receiver makes a break, the pass is already out of the quarterback's hands. Yes. It's the same thing with your wife. You said something dumb, and before your dumb ass turns around, the, the pot has already left her <laughs> hand. <laughs> she's trying to time it to crack you across the forehead when you turn around. So <laughs> you have to be prepared for that move because if they've been with you more than four years. They got that move down. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: And then, like, um, when we first started dating or whatever, because I mean, she, her, she, she was an active duty cop then. You know, I was a little bit intimidated or whatever. I mean, I don't know why. I mean, here I am, big, strong Marine, er, been to war, damn, seen dead bodies. I, I ain't scared of shit, right? But when you know, when I got with her in person, it was, a, it was a little bit different. It was a, it was an experience. I can remember. The first time we went out somewhere, I think we went was walking through the mall or whatever, and you know, like, you know, the little um, ha-ha funny love taps or whatever, you know, I kind of, like, nudged her on the shoulder or whatever, and then she, damn, <laughs> she fucking, Tyson blew me in the ribs or some shit, and I was like, oh, ooh, it was nice and solid, <laughs> and it stuck me right between the second and third rib, and I was just like, huh, mm-hmm, all right, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, hmm like it's like, a, 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 I, I actually saw a guy, um, he was he's he was well, I'm five eight, so he's about he was a little bit taller than me, he's like five eleven, something like that. And kind of a thick, muscular dude, but his girlfriend was he was like a thick guy that you know you guys how guys are in shape, not because they work out, but because their job makes them get in shape. Yeah. Okay, and she was the kind of lady who was in shape because she was specifically building muscles and flexibility and stuff or something like that. So he's play fighting with her. And uh she flipped his ass. <laughs> flipped is that I don't think she I think she was gonna like you know I think in her mind you know you see those movies where you know the girl the guy like the guy lets the girl flip him and she lands on top of him and then the music starts and they start making out and whatever yeah, I think yeah. that's what she had in mind but muscle memory for her knowing how to flip people's like kill this guy <laughs> so she flips him off onto my table because they were playing at the house I'm going oh they're just playing over there and all I saw was his him in the air and my plates flying across all over the place I'm so sorry <laughs> I'm going, <laughs> I'm going, hey, What? first of all, those are the cheap plates because uh, I know y'all and y'all ain't getting the good plates, first of all. Oh, Second man. of all, it was worth $40 in plates. The laugh of this punk ass for the next six years Priceless. for getting thrown.
1: From- <laughs> <laughs> Priceless.
2: I was like, I'll give you $40 to flip him again when I got a camera ready.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> That's
2: why I do no play fighting. I, 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 you know, I was like, yeah, you know. I'm 47. You know, when you get flipped at 47, you can recover, but it's not like in an hour like it was when you're 27. It's more like the next week.
1: Oh, yeah. See, I don't know. I mean, since you're a little bit older than me, I mean, maybe you can speak to this. you Maybe you have some experience with this. All right. I can remember being younger and I would get hurt and mm-hmm. or I would go to the gym and do some workouts or whatever. You know, as soon as I get up the next day, you know, I feel a little burn, a little ache of pain here and there. But now that I'm older, which is a good podcast if you haven't heard it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's one of my people. Yeah, yeah. I'll bang my knee. You know, I'll go to the, I'll try to do some kind of exercise or some shit like that. And I'll get up the next day and I feel good. But the day after the next day, I'm like, oh shit, where's this coming from? I'm hurting sore. And I was like, this shit, why does it, why does it didn't happen yesterday? The day after I worked out, it came the day after the day after.
2: See, see what happens is pain when you when you're in your 20s, pain is afraid of you because it knows it doesn't have that much of a chance at you. You know, when you get into your 30s, that's when pain's like, we'll wait, get get him tomorrow. No, 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 no. He'll expect it tomorrow. Get his ass Wednesday. <laughs> at, at 47, I know pain's coming, so I avoid it like that dude <laughs> at the bar that you know whoops everybody's ass, and it's like. I could probably whoop his ass, but I'm going to get hurt whooping his ass. Yes. So it's best to go into the bathroom until he goes into the car. Yes. I mean, so, I, <laughs> so, I ain't
1: got nothing to prove. I'm like, fuck it.
2: <laughs> yes. It's like, I, you know, because it's, it's like I, cause I, I was explaining to my nephews. They're in their 20s. And they're like, oh, man. you best like, listen, you don't have to actually win fights. I found that out. All you got to do is make the dude trying to beat you down think it's not worth it, which means you have to catch one ass whooping. You got to take one, but you got to lump this guy up for two, so he'll go. You know what? I know I can beat this guy, but it ain't worth it. And it so th- and that's what I've learned from um from working out. It's like I know what I can lift at my maximum, but that's like the tough guy I need to avoid. So <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was like I just was like, "Can you bench press two fifty? Yes. Are you going to bench press two fifty? Nah. Hell no. <laughs> Put one eighty on that bar and shut your mouth." And that's all. <laughs> that, that's all that's happening right now. <laughs> oh, man. All right, you know what I mean? Cause like I said, I I at forty seven, I'm about to maybe forty eight in a few months. I can still lift the weights I lifted, even though I'm, I'm I'm overweight now and I'm I'm getting back in shape. I can I can still lift the same amount of weights. It's just that I can't do it two days in a row. Yeah, you
1: gotta can't build do it.
2: up <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, baby. And people go, "What about Saturday and Sunday?" I said. Did you hear me say Saturday and Sunday? (laughs) (laughs) I said Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Saturday and Sunday is the the days where, you know, you wipe the blood up. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Practice dialing 911. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. Shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. I got a couple softball questions for you. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, I didn't do too much research. I don't never really do too much of nothing. Whenever I do these podcasts, we just sit here and shoot the shit like we've been doing so far.
2: So, where are you from? Uh, originally, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Boom. Ow. But did you hurt yourself? Probably. Oh, I
1: thought you heard, <laughs> I thought you hurt yourself. Is some of them um, Jim Payne's coming
2: up on you? <laughs> they oh, they comments up I was playing basketball yesterday so tomorrow's going to be horrible that's why I'm glad to see in the Thursday episode and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what what was uh Philly like growing up uh, well the the, see, the thing about Philly is it's it's a it's a blue collar town and a lot of times they people kind of you know make it a cliche well it's a, but they're serious about it that's why when you everybody hears the stories about how tough the fans are yeah. you know what the fans are tough because they're blue collar and they have the money to buy the tickets. If they buy tickets and you're out there messing around, not working your behind off as hard as they work to get those tickets, they want to kick you in the butt. <laughs> right. Only The only rich people that get mad at sporting events are the people that own the team. Yeah, true. enough. <laughs> The rest of the rich people are like, oh, that was that was uh, that was that they lost. Time to get in my Bugatti and drive home and jump on top of my spokesmodel wife or <laughs> husband. <laughs> uh-huh. How are you going to bum out somebody worth $20 dollars because the game was bad? First yeah. of all, they ain't worried about the elements because they're in a heated box. Right? You know, getting into a heated car, going back to a heated house. Uh, but as far as Philadelphia is concerned, it's like they 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 what we what we like is work hard. Don't even think about lying to me. Okay. Don't even think about it because if you do that, that's all three strikes at once. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, and that's how we are here. It's like, you know, I mean we'll jump in front of a bullet for you but if the day before we found out you were looking at our wife's ass too long, we going to aim the bullet and the bullet, he's over there, get him. Get that guy him. Some damn wanted get that shit. We've with bending bullets and all yeah, kind of junk. Exactly. <laughs> It was, it was, it was. When I grew up, you you could catch a, a nice tune-up, really a nice physical tune-up with the fist and feet. If you uh, look like a punk walking down the street, that that was real easy. That could that could real easily happen. But it's gotten a lot better now. It's kind of turned into, from what I understand, what I've seen when I went back, somebody left their cell phone in here. I don't know what the hell was wrong with this thing here. Sorry about that. Sound like a kid playing a xylophone
1: or some shit. <laughs>
2: One of my little cousins left a cell phone in here. I was like, "What is this? What kind of cell phone you got going on here?" second, they got
1: an ice cream it's my truck. My
2: cousin's phone. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to. My, I'm gonna get a phone to my uh my cousin so she, she can turn the phone off. You know, while we finish this thing. Sorry about that. I had to run downstairs and give give her the phone. Ah, sorry about that. Right, I just ran up about 20 steps.
1: Oh, it's gonna, ah, you're so, gonna pay for that later. So huh? screw
2: it. I say screw the gym. I ain't gotta go now. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gotta go to the gym tomorrow. I feel good. Pizza time.
1: Hell yeah. <laughs> now um, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh thirty years. Sweet. You've yeah, been started doing started at seventeen and I'm forty seven. Yeah. You've been doing comedy just about as long as I've been alive. <laughs> Yeah
2: well that's uh, nice that this interview is now end, uh, ending oh,
1: and uh um, Oh, you're breaking up. I can't hear you. What, what's going yeah, on? I was going
2: <laughs> to say I got to go now and uh, <laughs> you know it's 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 been fun. I mean it's, it's this is one of those things where you you would never do anything for 30 years if you didn't like it cuz mm-hmm. it's a, it's a tough way to, you know, go about business. Yeah. It Really is.
1: I mean, I, I kind of feel the same way about the military, because, I mean, I could easily do it for 30 years, but here I am at 16, and I'm retiring, and I'm like, you know, going in initially, you know, because I come from a military background, my family, my father was a military, brothers and sisters, so on and so forth, so naturally, as a young child, you know, I've seen that all my life, so obviously, I wanted to do it as well, and here I am 16 years later, I'm like, uh... Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm about done. So, uh, you gonna let me retire? Fuck it. Let's retire.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I gotta ask you? Because you have the family that was in the military. Okay. So obviously you were around it. It wasn't any kind of foreign thing to you. You Mm -hmm. understood the people, the mindset. When they told you what the basic training was going to be like, how accurate were they?
1: Well, see, it was a little bit different because um, my father is old as shit. I mean, mostly everyone's mm-hmm. father is old as shit, but my father <laughs> is like super old because mm-hmm. here I am, thirty four years old. My father is eighty four years old. He's about the age as mm-hmm. most people' grandparents. Mm-hmm. And reason being because my mother and father had me late. <laughs> no shit, right? Yeah, my mom. Yeah, yeah. I, I think she had some henny or whatever she was drinking that night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she was like, to my father, I want to have a kid before I turn 40. And I was like, well, well, I wasn't like, I'm pretty sure he was (laughs) like, I'll oblige. (laughs) But (laughs) here I am. So my brothers and sisters were way older than me. So, I mean, I'm the baby at 34. And the youngest next to me is like 40 something, almost 50. So, mm-hmm. and the oldest is sixty something. <laughs> oh, Nelly. Yeah, because now what?
2: Now, oh hold, I got. Oh, now what the hell was that like? What with a with a spread of siblings spread like that?
1: So it is
2: eighteen of us, and me basically. Whoa, whoa, mean, whoa, 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 hold it! I got. In, normally, I don't interrupt people. Uh huh. Eighteen of what? Do you mean eighteen of us?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's 18 of us. (laughs) (laughs) see, um, my, well, let me, I might have had a, I might be off by one. That's it. -hmm. So it's 12. Yeah. My father had 12 with his first wife. And I'm the number six of my mother's kids. I am the only one between my mother and father, but that's from previous marriages. Mm -hmm. So it's 18 of us. And with me growing up with um you know that big age gap between all my brothers and sisters, um I didn't really grow up with my brothers and sisters. The only ones that were in the house that I can recollect while I was alive was um the one that was ahead of me and my sister ahead of him so they mm-hmm. my sister is like fifty something, and my brother is approaching fifty mm-hmm. so when i can when I was old enough to remember them, I was like in elementary and they were in high school, and the other one was already at the house. So I grew up with my nieces and nephews and my cousins. <laughs> and my that, nieces that,
2: that, is, that is that is that is really interesting. Yeah, that that age spread is is astounding.
1: Yeah, because my nieces and even my uh, since my brothers and sisters were so much older, my nieces and nephews was way older than me too. So I had mm-hmm. my nieces and nephews that babysitted me when I was a baby.
2: Good <laughs> <laughs> that, that that is I can honestly say you were the first person that actually said the phrase regarding their uh. The siblings, there's 18 of us. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had a friend of mine. Uh, I have a cousin. Uh, she's passed away, unfortunately. She had eight kids, two sets of twins, born on exactly the same day. Oh, God. Years apart. So, you know, and so they're, basic, they're my cousins, but because she was roughly my age, she, she would have been my age. I'm, I'm nine days older than her. Um, they basically are my cousins, But essentially, emotionally, and the way they respond to me is I'm like their uncle. Yeah. So, so it's like, you know, so I can relate to having a truckload of people around, or at the very least that uh, your circle, the circle of people around you be this big, giant number. But then I realized my number's not that big. uh. (laughs) (laughs) You got 10 more. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah I know it's crazy because I mean it was back in the day because they're so much older it was back in the day when it was cool to have all those kind of kids they didn't have internet and all this other crazy stuff that we have now so I mean it was like well um, you want to make a baby right now okay fuck it let's do it <laughs>
2: <laughs> if only was that easy now mm,
1: well, nah, <laughs> you know some of these kids is walking around here nowadays I don't think they should have like the right to breed let alone breathe so
2: I mean I I was driving down the street the other day and it was really weird it was it was it was it was, it was literally two parents across the street from one on one on the side of, uh when I was crossing the intersection and one, one the first set the first parent was like, Your little mother jumping mother you better listen to me mother jumper and I'll kick your ass <laughs> and I I got the windows rolled up oh shit <laughs> the radio on and my air conditioner going I could still hear her mm. And I go across the street and the next one is like roughly the same age. And she's got the kid and the kids acting up basically the same way. the other one is, and she goes, okay, listen, listen, it's not acceptable. Da-da-da-da. And the kid just kind of straightened up. And I look back at my rear view mirror. And she's still yelling. "Your mother!" Ah! <laughs> 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 I was in there going, why don't you take a look to your right to see how it's supposed to be done? Night and day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just weird. It's just weird to see that. Yeah. You know, I, I don't even cause like I said, I'm 47. I have no children. I mean, Lord knows, I've done tens of thousands of test runs, but I don't have <laughs> the actual kids because the drugstores were open. Oh, okay. and uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and, uh, and and the funny thing about it is, even if I decide to have kids now, uh, at some point in the near co- next couple of years or so, it's really weird because if I date someone that's more age appropriate, they have two kids already. Hmm. If I want to deal with someone that has no children,
3: you they're younger
2: lower. than I feel comfortable dealing with. So it's like I should have I was like, man, maybe I should have had a kid or two with the crazies. I mean, wonderful previous girlfriends. <laughs> 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 I keep forgetting we're recording this. <laughs> they were great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 one, you know, one of them also is from a military. Actually, two, uh, they're both from military families. So I'll be shutting up now.
1: Yeah, see, and that's the thing, because like you talk about the um, age difference and everything. My father is ten years older than my mother, so when she had me, she was turning forty, and my daddy was already fifty.
2: Well, I, I personally think there's nothing wrong with having children uh, at fifty, seeing as how that's three years from now for me. So to heck with you. <laughs> and you uh, need you need the one you, well, you might want to edit that part out. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because I, I tell, <laughs> <laughs> alright, get the giggles. Right, and see, and I tell the story to the, because um, I'm an instructor here, where I am, and I tell mm-hmm. um the same story to um each class that I get here about you know growing up with you know that many brothers and sisters, how old my father was um compared to my mother and shit, and what I would always tell them is like, yeah, my father is ten years older than my mother been, I always thought that was kind of weird because they grew up in the same hometown. So when my father was 20 and my mother was 10 and I was like, yeah, I think my dad put some work in ahead of time. He was scouting or whatever and shit.
2: (laughs) was like, yeah, what year is it? (laughs) Let's see, see, 15 years from now, I'll be back. (laughs) Don't go (laughs) nowhere. You know what's really weird about that is I saw a and this is something that i overheard and thank god it wasn't one of my friends um it was a girl and you know sometimes girls dress a little older than they actually are mm-hmm. i knew the girl to be roughly seven sixteen seventeen years old and so you know so obviously i'm like I didn't pay attention that's a little kid the hell am i gonna look at a kid for so the, but the guy saw her from the back and then he, he turned yeah, that- she turns around and he realizes she's young and he starts to say something. I'm like, "Yo, yo, uh, uh-uh. uh, that's that's Mrs. blah blah blah's daughter. She's 16, man. Shut your mouth." He goes, "I know. Oh yeah, that's why right. 16 years old." So when she turned 18, I'm going, "You wanted to punch you in the throat right now?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't even, you know. It, it, but but the thing about it is, and that's the weird thing is, you. I remember uh, uh, the, the youngest, the, the biggest age difference between me and a girlfriend ever was. 10 years but i was the 18 year old yeah. and she was 28 mm-hmm. so and we grew up kind of in the same area. So i'm going she probably was like look at that stupid little punk kid over there with the ice cream cone <laughs> and then seven years later i'm on top of her <laughs> you, you know, know it's, it's, taking care of business
1: you know, and <laughs> you know, i try not to think about it that way i mean i know how i got here and what it takes to get children onto the earth i was like you you bring up that scenario with them too. And I'm thinking the same way with my parents is like, like I said, they grew up in the same hometown, so I've been there. I've been to where they lived and grew up and shit. And this town is not big. Not at all. If you come in from one side, you can see the other end. That's how small it is. (laughs) (laughs) So I know his parents might have knew their parents and they might have met somewhere in life before later on getting married or whatever. It's just like (laughs)
2: yeah i was gonna say i want to chop that part out also and uh you know it's hilarious though it's like um uh that's the thing i mean you see the the age difference it's like i I remember seeing a, a, a not a friend but an acquaintance's sister and i remember seeing her i was maybe 22 not 21 and she was like fifteen now, I never I didn't have any romantic feelings at all because she was a kid and I was an adult yeah but I went I was like I thought I said, you know what what a cutie I remember when she was a baby and I was a little boy went, what a cutie she turned into she's gonna be she's gonna turn into a beautiful young lady one day and then I moved on I come back ten years later and she walks past and she's all in my face oh boy. <laughs> You know, she's all up. And I saw you on television? And I'm sitting there going, all I can see is the 15 year old. I'm going, yeah. Um, this is never going to happen because I, <laughs> because I actually remember you. Yeah, but I'm grown up now. I'm saying, yeah, but I, I, I can't. I, I just can't do it. <laughs> I can't. I, 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 if I didn't like, if I saw her at 15, completely forgot about her. Mm-hmm. Didn't remember her. Didn't see. I saw the acquaintance maybe three or four times a year. Had I lost contact with everybody, and then I came back, and she was twenty five. Yeah. You know. And then how can I put this politely? Boom, 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 But I, I mean, it's like I was in contact with. I didn't see her, but I was with you know, my boy. Was I was like, nah, mm-mm, no, no, you, you, you damn near relative the hell out of here. I, no. <laughs> see,
1: <laughs> like, hell no. See, see, this yeah. is and this is where we differ because Mm -hmm. you know i have morals i mean Mm -hmm. i'm married now so any Mm -hmm. thoughts of debauchery uh, adultery and all kind of stuff you know that's out of the window i you know i'm with my wife because i love my wife and ain't nothing gonna change that you know see you see i'm buttering her up right but say, you better add a little more to that (laughs) (laughs) but like if this was me what we've been we've been married going on eight years but so if this was me a little over nine years ago this would have been a whole different conversation because i've been like man fuck that dog she over 18 we we down we 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 making something happen and the only reason it would be that way is because when i deployed for the first time to another country to shoot motherfuckers and, and probably lose my life every standard that i had in regards to the female you know whatever it hit the fucking ground. They was up here, you know. I'm six mm-hmm. foot tall, so it was. I had to look up at my standards at one point, but now mm-hmm. after that happened, I mean, I'm I'm tripping over them. They on the ground. It's just like they low as shit.
2: Get <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, a scra- Let me scrape some of these standards off these new shoes, man. You know, It's over there. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. my whole I, I put it, my whole- it, it, it. Your perspective is is much much different because of you know what you did, the importance of your job, and also the simple fact that your mortality, you're just 34 now. You know, to have your mortality shoved down your throat when you are a kid, when it doesn't happen to anybody else, it completely changes who you are immediately.
1: Oh, yeah. Because,
2: I mean, you see, man, you
1: put that in, like, all kinds of philosophical words and all kind of crazy stuff. Like, that. i just like, man, I could have died. I wouldn't have got no pussy, no kind of weight. So I'm going to get it all while I'm
2: still here. <laughs> I got this for you. I said exactly the same thing. <laughs> that is exactly what i said <laughs> i just is like you know but i, I put it to you this way uh i've been doing this for a long period of time when i um, when i started doing comedy i was 17 you're on stage i'm the youngest person forget 17 just wait till like a, a year later I'm, I'm 18 now and i was just like but you know i'm gonna be nice da, 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 da. but when you got eight 28 year olds and 25 year olds that at the peak of their yumminess Basically begging you mm-hmm. to take them to you know, what I like to refer to on my show as Bang City. <laughs> um, I got news for you, I, friend of my One of my friends, the first, because it's like eighteen. You know how it is when you're a teenager. You get a little bit, of the, maybe you get a little this, maybe you say a little bit. Of that, squeeze that, touch that, whatever. You mm-hmm. get a little bit. You finally get a little bit of that. You get in finally. But yeah. then when you're 18 years old and like you stepping on stage in front of 250 people, they're standing up, they're chanting and everything. You got a hotel room. And then all of us, and I'm like, and they, they're just they're just literally just offering themselves and bringing their own condoms and crap. <laughs> you you <laughs> still got to
1: be wary with that stuff. You know, somebody be putting the, the, the freaking needle holes in them shits.
2: Yeah, well, I got news for you. I never used their condoms, I wasn't an idiot even then. All right. I was five. like, that's nice. Put that back in your purse. <laughs> We're going to use these double industrial strength ones that I covered in crazy glue on the outside just in case so they'll reseal. Nice try, oh. honey. And you know, so I went and took care of business. And so, but after a while, man, after a while, you can only do that so much. Yeah. Uh Until, you know, until you're going, you know what? There's got to be more than that. Now, I haven't reached that point yet because I still like to do lots of banging. <laughs> but at some point I'm going to. No,
1: <laughs> you ain't playing. <laughs> oh, man, you ain't playing. I <laughs> see like now with that, you know, my brother. I got one of one of my many brothers. He is mm-hmm. um fifty something.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: I don't. I just got the age brackets or whatever. I don't know. I don't know the exact age of none of them. I'm just like they in the forties, they in the fifties, or they in this area. I go by <laughs> tens. <laughs> so he did, but- he he fifty something right now, and um during my transitioning here out of the military. I drove down to Dallas where he lived at looking for jobs and everything, doing interviews and whatnot. You know, and I would stay with him while I'm down there. And every time I go down there, he would be like, hey, man, you need to see my new cutie, dog. And he'd show me pictures of all these different girls that he's talking to and everything because he's still a little hound dog or whatever. But mm-hmm. it caught up to him one time. I guess he had a moment of weakness, a freaking lapse of ju- judgment because he has a um, a son already. His son is my age, just about. He might be a couple years younger than me. And it's weird because, I mean, he's my brother and he have a son my age or close to my age. But Ooh. I digress. So, <laughs> like I said, he messing with all these different women and everything. He, he must have had a lapse in judgment, a moment of weakness. He has a son now, another one. And he is a uh, freaking... What he's the age of my youngest daughter. He she, he is five years old. So fifty-something-year-old guy. Nothing against that. You know, out being a player and meeting all these different women. Now he mess around and got a five-year-old.
2: <laughs> well, I put it to, it, it to be completely honest with you regarding that. You know, when it when it came time to many, 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 many trips to Bang City, one, I would I am meticulous with protecting myself. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. I'm talking about like military precision. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and the second thing is I grew because of the volume. I grew out of that. Uh, by the, I moved to LA when I was about 24. I was burned out with that crap. I mean, I, I, at that point, I was like, I just want girlfriends, man. I don't want to just, you know, jump on top of anything. I grew out of that really fast. I mean, maybe, uh, two years of that. And then after that, was like, uh, I I was at the point now. This, this will tell you how much I played strip clubs. Also, oh yeah, okay. And you're cute and you're funny at a strip club. My dressing room was the same dressing room. Oh god, as the strippers. What do you think happened?
1: It'd be like next to the stage. S. Anthony Thomas.
2: Everybody clapping.
1: And S. Anthony Thomas.
2: I'll be out there with y'all in about twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I, you know, that was that was near the end of me of me being, you know. But even then, I was like, nah, nah, I got my own. Now nah, we take care. of nah, uh, you know. But you know, and after a while, you know, because as it is now, if you ever see me with a kid, you can rest assured ninety nine point nine 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 percent. I was trying to make that kid oh, okay that's why I mean keep in mind think about it I'm a 47 year old guy now with no children you yeah. think that was an accident hell no it wasn't an accident
1: <laughs> I know somebody say it might have been an accident you fell wrong on something and you bust something open and
2: now you can't have no kids but actually I, I actually <laughs> swung the hammer on purpose I was like which one of these has the most sperm in it <laughs> <laughs> Oh Because was very. You gotta be. Because that's the thing, man. It's like a lot of people, you know, are not really, really careful about that. They get kind of caught up in it. And I, 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 I remember having this. This. Uh, I remember. And ha- I had this uh, conversation with a younger relative. I ain't gonna say which younger relative it was, because he uh, will be listening to this most likely, and you know exactly who you are, jackass. And you better not say I am lying. Um. <laughs> I. I literally. I walked up to him and I said, "Listen, listen, listen." I know you had to talk with your parents and all of that crap and all, and, and I know that you're most likely going to completely ignore them, but this is another relative that's older that loves you to death. I don't care. Um, uh, do I need to keep this really, really clean? No, yeah, you can say whatever. The fuck you won't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Good. I'm going to say it exactly the way I said it. I don't care if she's naked with her legs open and you are sitting there with a tree hanging. If you don't have protection, get your punk ass up, put your clothes on, drive to the damn to the damn CVS or Rite Aid or whatever the hell it is, get yourself some protection and then come back. (laughs) And I and I said, and I'm not even kidding. You know what I'm saying? And he goes, Well, what about she's ready? I said, Oh, she won't, oh she's gonna go oh, he wants to protect himself. He can't have any of this now. No, she's not going to say that. No. You know, and if she does say that, I got news for you. You probably would have came up and you would have been fire on your testicles. Yeah, so just probably. calm down and go to the damn store. And uh, you know, he heeded my uh, advice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, worst case scenario with that um, happening. Booty call. you seen that movie. <laughs> yeah. You've been running around with some ram wrap around his head or some shit like that, you know. The goddamn convenience store got shot up. Oh, you know that's worst case scenario. But
2: you, you know what's hilarious though is I'm guaranteeing you somebody, some idiot said, "Well, saran wrap's kind of like you know." Oh man, <laughs> I know somebody tried that crap, and I, I'm hoping that at some point it, uh, something happens that lets us know what happened in the newspaper, how that worked out for him. <laughs>
1: speaking of condoms and everything, I was on Twitter today. And mm-hmm. I forget what the brand was. I know it's a uh, has something to do with the design. They got um. They developing a, this company is developing a new condom that um. That won't that you can't prick it with like a safety pin or nothing like that. It's like that damn tough. Mhm. So hey,
2: what's, what's the brand name? You, is the brand name is I can't feel nothing. <laughs> 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 what the hell is that? I mean, they—they—if they can find a way, because you know how they—they. Uh, they, they, oh, now here's the thing that's going to be hilarious, and nobody's going to admit it. NASA is going to come up with a material that is ridiculously thin. You can't puncture it. You can feel everything, and it protects you. But they're never going to let you know that NASA came up with it. Yeah. You know, it's going to be—it's going to be like, yeah, some scientists in the set. Yeah, was NASA, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put it in the press, though. We don't want nobody to know we make condoms at NASA. We get them the funding taken away, damn it. We got to make money somehow. You know,
1: (laughs) they probably got like a shell corporation somewhere.
2: I would have to say so. I believe it. By the way, uh, for the record, since this is going out on Skype, I would like to point out that uh, S. Anthony Thomas does not believe the government would do anything regarding a shell corporation. I think everything you guys do is on the up and up. And, um, you know, I, I just, I, I don't want any problems because I, I did pay my taxes. And then, you know, I don't want any kind of audits or anything like that. Thank you very much. I yes. Want
1: to point that out. Ditto on this end as well. <laughs> See, you couldn't have said it no better. I don't even need to make my own statement. You, that That's blanket. It's on my show, so it covers cover both of us.
2: <laughs> I just want to say, yeah, it's like a, we both would just like to say that there's nothing, everything, it, because I'm sure no one is listening to this. Uh, that is not a podcast. Listening, I mean, monitoring this, I would just like to say that I agree with everything that the people in power do, and uh, don't go by my tweets, my political tweets. That really, I'm that, that just doing that for fun.
1: Yeah, it's just for show.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everything that everybody does. Thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, getting back to uh, to the comedy or whatever. Thirty years. What? got you hooked on it what got you started in comedy
2: you know this the the hilarious the thing about it and the best way i can explain it is one of one of the things my mother used to say to me is, is that what you're doing at eight or nine is what you're probably going to wind up doing when you're an adult and uh-huh. i think she she read that someplace and when i was eight or nine or ten they had boom boxes back then uh-huh. and so I acquired some money, I do little odd jobs here and there, save little Christmas money, little birthday money and all that. And I bought recorders. And what I would do is I would record shows that were on when I was a little kid, Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, those shows. And I would listen to them at night and I would go, oh man, somebody's writing these stories. I could do that. And so I would literally start writing my own little plays and doing all the little voices and doing all the special effects and all that kind of stuff. I got a second recorder and then I started looping it back and forth. So I would start talking and I would leave spaces for the dialogue of the other oh, person. Man. And I would play that and then I would record me talking to that and keep looping different voices on top of it and <laughs> annoying people with it. Oh. <laughs> right. Man, you had but a whole little production. Yeah. Yeah, I had a I had I mean I am I'm, I'm serious, man. I had like, you know, because my grandfather used to listen to um old timey radio and I would listen to it and now he goes, you know, uh I know it sounds like a horse and everything, but there's actually a sound engineer right there with some coconut shells making a horse sound effects, and that's not a horse. I go,
0: oh, there's a guy making those noises. he
2: goes, That's just three dudes, and that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> right? That's all it, and so I started doing that. And and I started writing jokes and, and showing them to people. And they were like, oh, that's pretty good. And I saw a guy on TV doing some doing stand-up. And I read in the newspaper what that guy was making. Hmm. And I was like, yeah, um, I'm going to get me some of that. <laughs> <laughs> is this is what I love to do anyway? So damn it. I'm Well, I didn't say damn it back then, but darn it. I'm going to get in on that. And, and it was just one of those and then you step on the stage and then people were laughing at stuff that I wrote, you know, in my room at the time. And the whole week, all I'm thinking about it, my stupid job is at the end of the week, I'm going to get to go on stage. I'm not, I wasn't making any money at the time, obviously, but it's like, I didn't care. People were laughing, and there was stuff I thought of that other people hadn't thought of, and, and that's what I wanted to do. If, and here's the funny thing. If you really think about it with the podcast, that's what I'm doing now. Yeah, me making, good. talking to my damn self, doing the other voices, doing all the damn sound effects with no sound effects equipment, just me making it with my mouth and crap, And that's what I was doing at 8, 9, 10, 11, and 12. (laughs) (laughs) Full circle. That's grown man. A middle aged man is now doing exactly the same crap on a podcast for the past two and a half, almost three years.
1: Okay. I mean, so let's jump, let's jump toward that. What made you decide that you wanted to do a podcast? What what brought you
2: to that? Well, the funny thing is, when I lived in LA, um, there was a girl that I was, dating that I was crazy about when I used to have to dr- she moved out of Los Angeles and she moved to I forgot what city it was but it was 45 minutes away from Los Angeles and she was beautiful and she, she, one of those Pam Greer type girls you know mm-hmm. so
4: Pam you know Rear. damn well
2: oh, I, I, oh just to let you know I, I was going to buy an old car until I realized she was moving that far away and I was like yeah I'm not buying nothing that's going to break down <laughs> so <laughs> I was like screw that crap and I bought a new car and I would drive to her. Now part of the reason I was so happy to to drive that distance was because well, how can I put this? She was one of those Pam Greer, you know, like that type, beautiful mm-hmm. thicky, chocolatey ladies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I know what's going to happen when I get on the other end of this 45 minute ride. I'm be, I don't even care if we get it on. I just need to be near this woman. Yes. But when I would listen to the radio, I would listen to these guys who were doing a lot of talk radio. And I didn't, you know, when they had the zany guys, I'm Phil and I'm Bill and I'm the Johnson. They would do all the wacky, (laughs) the sound effects. I didn't like that. But what I did like was the guy or the lady who would be sitting there by themselves, telling stories, telling about what happened during during the day, and talking as if they were speaking directly to you. I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed just about anything else. So, and I realized, yeah, man, that's exactly that, that. That's what I like to listen to. And then I started hearing about podcasts, and I was like, "Oh man, this is the point of entry is kind of low, you know." And I found out what it costs to, to 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 do a podcast, and I found out what you know you didn't really need that much equipment to do a podcast. Yeah. And it's just you doing whatever you wanted to do. You could be with your friends, or you can do whatever kind of show you decide to do. And I fell in love with it. I love it as much as I love uh, stand up comedy. I really do. And I didn't think I'd ever say that about any other entertainment, anything. Yeah.
1: Now, um, when you do your podcast or whatever, do you approach it the same way, um, as you do your stand-up comedy or whatever? Do you write some material down, or you just pretty much go in with a couple of notes and be like, "All right, I'm gonna just riff off of this." Both.
2: Uh, but usually, when when I started, I actually just took I took material that I that I you know you write you write an act and then you know you you know you want to do about an hour hour twenty or whatever it is, and you always write way more than you need. You know, and sometimes yeah. it just kind of sits in the notepad. So the first few shows was, was material that was going to be in the stand up, and I turned it into podcast type material and I kind of scripted out a little bit. then I realized every time I write this stuff down and script it out, this, literally the second I push record, my brain goes, <laughs> yeah, screw that crap. <laughs> my brain goes, yeah, hell no. You wrote that three days ago. I'm already made it better. Get that garbage out of here. And see, um, and-
1: listening to your podcast, I can kind of tell when that happens because, like, I want to talk to you about something. This is my impression of you. I want to talk to you about something, and then you get to talking, and then you can tell when you make that daggone that immediate right in the wrong lane or whatever because you still, you get to talking real fast. And then it sounds like you did it all in one breath, and you're like, <gasps> motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The funny, the the, the the funny thing about it is, the ones that are the most intense is when I'm talking about it's like I told the uh, I did a, a interview on the podcast digest and I was saying, look, dude, uh, when I when I do these things, like I said, I, I I've actually done this. This is this this will show you how how much my brain refuses because this is my because it's my show and I can do what I want. I I could live I actually wrote up in the beginning I actually wrote out entire one hour shows, recorded them, and went. <laughs> Nope, and erased them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, turn the mic back on. I'm like, hell no. Same to- same subject heading. All right. While I was reading that crap, I already thought of something better, Hey. and just jettison that crap and never use it again. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it works, I think. Um, I don't remember where I ex- exactly I-, I jumped in on your podcast, but so far, the one that I enjoy the most is um, not the one that just came out, but the one before that, the Drop Kickable. One. yeah, yeah. Thank man you. that had me rolling i'm in the freaking uh burger king drive-thru i'm listening to it and the lady was sitting there looking at me strange for like five minutes waiting for me to damn hand her up my fucking credit card and shit to pay for my food
2: and i'm like "Ooh, my bad <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate that you, it, you can you can tell when i am bringing up something that that happened in me, that literally that happened i was not supposed I, like i said in the show I wasn't, that wasn't the segment I was supposed to do. I had another segment in mind I that literally happened minutes before I turned on the microphone. <laughs> so it's like I was in the car and I was driving my uncle home and, I, and you heard the show when I made that right, I made the right turn and then I made the left mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there going, Oh, I'm talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped him off. I came, I drove all the way back to my house. It was like nice long drive and I'm going, I wish I had my recorder in my pocket, because sometimes if you listen, if you see some of the earlier ones, I recorded whole shows while I was driving on the freeway. Yeah. So, so so it's like, and I'm going, oh, I'm talking about this. So I just completely, whatever that segment was, I just jettisoned that crap. Nope. Out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm never going to use it again. So I was like, drop Kiko better than that. So I was like, nope, out. I, I gave it the eviction notice.
1: That shit was funny as hell. It was like what got me about it the most is like you get on your rant about whatever you was talking about. And he was like, all of a sudden you see this person getting down in the run position. <laughs> and, then running, and then the body is parallel to the ground and then boom, feet in the chest. <laughs>
2: That's what uh, I, I, that hap- That actually happened. That happened to a friend of mine. I was actually there. And uh, the, what re- I, I was at, I turned, I, I put jokes into it. I actually literally, I he was going to like drop kick. Well, he wasn't going to drop. He was going to go in and punch him in his face. I just grabbed him, but I, gra- I was like, <laughs> the man's bigger than me. I grabbed the back of his belt, and I was like, you're gonna go to jail, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I said, don't do it. You're gonna go to jail. This guy's, you know you. He's he has no chance of getting your your girlfriend back from you. Remember, she dropped his ass when you weren't even a thought. He's done. You're good to her. She loves you. I don't know why, because she was a punk ass, but she loves you. <laughs> I tried to throw a joke in, and he started to laugh when I called him a punk ass. And then I walked him into the kitchen, and then I walked out to the dude, and I was like, "Dude, what are you doing? What are you talking about?" I said, "Stop talking, dude. This is my boy back there. Stop trying to cause trouble. Get out." <laughs> you know. But I changed it to drop kickable because I know. He, I mean, he want. I I know. I in my mind, I pictured him just like running over there and giving him a stone cold stunner. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know, standing on the couch drinking two beers. That's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the era of wrestling I like the most, is that uh, that era, the okay. attitude era.
1: Yes, I, I love all the wrestlings. But yes, yeah, that's like wrestling was like at its peak for me. It's like that's when I enjoyed it the most with Stone Cold and The Rock and all them guys.
2: If you, if you get a chance, go on, when you go, go on YouTube and look up, uh, Ric Flair's promos from the eighties when he was young.
1: Oh, yeah. I looked up a lot of those.
2: Oh, God. That I, I still, I still laugh when I see those. (laughs) You know, I'm a grown man and, and I'm telling you, every third one I watch, I'm like doing it word for word at the screen at the same time (laughs) on the biggest car on the biggest side of town. (laughs) Alligator shoes. Let us in ride you know <laughs> I, it's, it's, I, I that's what that when obviously I was like a little boy when that was on but my my nephews got me back to wrestling when they were kids and they said this is this guy you like him and and uh oh no this this is what they did this is what they did they would come up to me and go uncle uncle um do you like chocolate chip cookies <laughs> okay. so I'm going what kind of questioning. I'm like all right this's just kids well, I was just going to say, it doesn't matter if you like chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, and I'm looking, I'm like, did, did they just talk to me like that? And then I realized it's got to be some kind of joke. And I'm going, let me see if they do it again. Uncle, um can you get us some ice cream when you go to the store? Well, I can't leave you in the house. I'm going to take you with me when you go to the store. But if you want ice cream, I'm going to get, it doesn't matter if you get us a- explain this. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said to them. They go, this guy, The Rock. I'm like, all right, okay, okay. I'm not going to choke you. I'm not going to choke slam you too. And I turned it on and I was laughing my head off because The Rock did easily some of the best promos, you know. That's, um, <laughs> you know. But uh, you know, I, I, yeah, it, 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 that's when that's when I that's the last time I actually paid really that much attention to wrestling. Right?
1: I mean, I, I can't, I can't quit. And I was like, why can't I quit you? But every time I try to take a break from it, it'd be like it's calling me. I'm like Pookie on New Jack City
2: and shit. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you know how that ended, right? Yeah, so- <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm trying not to overdose on the wrestling or whatever. <laughs> yeah.
2: Cause, uh, I, I mean, I watched, I went back for Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan went back for Daniel Bryan. Um, I popped in on CM Punk a little bit. Mm-hmm. but By the time I started paying attention to him, he was, he was almost, he was almost out of there. Um, and that was, and I, I popped back in for, uh, Edge's, I, I, Edge's, uh, goodbye. I popped in for Ric Flair's goodbye. I popped in for Daniel Bryan's goodbye. You know, I popped in for that stuff. But, uh, Man. usually I'm, I'm, I'm all UFC'd out.
1: I mean, you, you pop in on depressing times and stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah it's Like
1: I said, no wonder it's, you can't enjoy wrestling.
2: <laughs> they, they, they actually, actually called me up. Please don't watch. Every time you watch, somebody's retired <laughs> Bad luck, bro. I'm yeah, like, yeah. You need to some- calm down. Better calm down. Triple H might watch. <laughs> no, don't do that.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man kind of threw me off a little bit. I had something I wanted to say, but I'm like, fuck it now. Whatever. All right, now, like I said, I I hardly do any prep work when it comes to this or whatever, but it was one thing that did catch my eye or whatever. Mm -hmm. I I went to your website and Mm -hmm. then, you know, it listed all I guess your comedic accolades or whatever, places you performed and all kind of things like that. So I looked Mm -hmm. down at the bottom of that page and I seen you were an instructor at a comedy college from 2001 yeah. to 2008. Please, <laughs> please divulge. What, what is, this? is this? Is this like a clown college or whatever? You're making balloon animals or some shit like that? I mean, what's, what's the deal with that?
2: It was really weird because I what happened was in the beginning, they just wanted me to, they wanted to just bring in professional performers to give them an idea what what was going on. And I when they said to come in, like a lot of the other guys would just come in, like, "Hey, all right, uh, I'm, I'm a professional. You guys got any questions?" Yeah, right. And I, I came in with like notes. <laughs> I had like <laughs> lesson plans, and they're like, and they were like, "What the hell are you doing?" I was like, "Well, you said you want me to instruct these people, right?" I mean, you know that. And so basically, what it was, I was, I was, I was giving them an idea of what they were what going to look forward to. When they started doing comedy. Because everybody sees you after it's been polished. Yeah. They don't they don't see you standing on stage with a bunch of three by five cars and people and bah, 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 bah. I guess that didn't work. Uh <laughs> you know, bah, 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 bah. whip, trash can. Ba blah blah. Yeah. Okay, we're keeping that one. <laughs> <You know? laughs> they don't see that. They don't see you at bars where people are facing in the opposite direction because they're like, screw you, the game's on. You know, they don't see. You know, I, I did places where people were like throwing uh, bags of ice at the comedians.
1: Goddamn!
2: You know, I was uh, chips with Yeah, yeah. But ice, no, no, no. Ice bags, like bags Shit. of ice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And so it's a, it's, it's, it's a, a learning how to just, just imagine learning how to do something difficult in front of people. You know, where their job basically is to judge you as harshly as possible. Yeah. You know, and I'm saying that I said is that, that whenever they do a, a a survey of what people are the most afraid of public speaking. it's always public speaking. Well, imagine if it's public speaking where you got to write it. And it's got to have like I can, you can speak if you want to, if you just want to talk,
1: yeah. but you
2: got to get a result. They got to laugh. Yeah. And that's all. That's a whole different thing. So I was explaining to them, you know. One of my tools I told him, I said, was like, just imagine the most embarrassing, disgusting, humiliating thing that has happened to you that nobody knows about.
1: Now tell everybody. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, but I'm sitting there going, that's the only thing that's really going to affect you if somebody says it, and the people in the audience don't know that stuff. The most you're ever going to get is you suck, you blow, you're fat, you're tall, you're skinny, and who cares, you know, and... And then I, you know, I, I helped them write jokes and how to light, like, how to write jokes. Not like I write jokes because I, my, my stuff is weird. And so, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying. So, and I was, I was, I literally, I wrote out lesson plans and all that kind of stuff. And they were like, "Yeah, um, we're going to have to ask you to come back because uh, you're the only one that actually prepared anything. Everybody else is stood up on stage and told how funny they were, uh, told their their TV credits and talked about them how great they were, and then left." <laughs> 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 And I was like, okay, I'll do it, no problem. And uh, I did that for a while. And um, it was kind of fun. And, and um, you know, they had a graduation show. And it was, it's really weird to sit back and you see people that, a bunch of graduation shows, actually, and see people that you knew didn't know a daggone thing about anything comedy. And a lot of these people, well, you know, they didn't want to be comedians. They just wanted to try it. You know, it's like, I want to take a pottery class and I want to make a pot and then be able to put it. A- <laughs> table and said see that pot I made that I pottery that. class <laughs> and then never make another pot again 99% of these people were that they just wanted to I, they wanted to videotape themselves in front of 150 people getting last for five minutes so they could put it on the table and go back to their accounting job wow and and I was really really happy because every single show every single class I was able to get these people from not knowing a daggone thing about stand-up comedy to doing an effective five minutes now that's, you know, I mean, it's five minutes for somebody who doesn't have, you know, the ability and the talent to do it. It's like if I took somebody that never played basketball and I got them into a pickup game with other people that never played basketball, you know, <laughs> and they were they did okay. Yeah. You, know, you wouldn't, you know, and the, no and the, no, NBA scouts are coming, no colleges are coming, but yeah. they have a, they have video of them shooting the three pointer and it went in. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I got
2: you. That's, the, that's what those classes are like. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. and I feel you on the public speaking because as I said I'm an instructor here so every seven weeks I'm in front of you know a different crop of students you know teaching mm-hmm. the same shit that I taught the students before them and the students before them and the students before them and I talked about this a little bit on the last podcast because I had a, another stand up comedian yeah. on there Josh O he's just a new podcast I heard, I heard that show I heard it and well shit you probably heard what I'm about to say it's just like I'll throw a joke out there for one class, it's great. They laughing, ha ha. <laughs> they engaged. Next class come up, do the same thing, ha. Shit's funny, right? Uh huh. We all high fiving in the aisles and everything. And then this third class come around, I'm like, hey, joke. And they're like, oh, that's that's funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was like, well, fuck you too. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you something. All the as a comic and as a public speaker. All the rehearsing, all the practice, all the memorization, all the stuff you do to get ready is all built around that third one. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's like it's like I I, I told this is what I told the people. I tell this to young comics, too. If you're good, 90, 95 percent of the time, it's going to be really easy. You did all the work. You did all the work with the rehearsing, the practicing and open mic nights and the showcase nights. That was the hard work. Stepping on stage is the easy part. 95% 95% of the time and then as you get as you as you get older and older now where I am 99.9999% of the I'm not to be not to be a, a, a chump but I'm I know what I'm doing but it's that small percentage of the time where they make you literally or metaphorically jam your hand down their throat <laughs> and rip the laugh out <laughs> and it's like it's just like I, I, a friend of mine had a had a tape of mine um where the tape is an hour and 15 minutes. The crowd gave my opening act nothing. Wow. Openly hostile. Not mean. They weren't booing him. It was like, you can hear, oh, 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 this guy ain't shit. Oh, 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 oh. Hope the next guy's good. Oh, bring up the feature act. They gave him, okay, they, they just didn't like him. They, did, they weren't openly hostile, but they were like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Right? right, I go one. I have to do an hour and fifteen. I'm, I just watched forty-five minutes of ah, this guy ain't shit. Ah, ah the chair. People moving in the chairs. Get people ordering. People were actually ordering from the waitress extra loud just to be a, a, a annoying. That's I have a better. Bud Light because I need something refreshing and entertaining here. You know. <laughs> <laughs> right? I go on stage, and they recorded the whole thing. Now, of course, you can see them in the back. Damn, they're setting their recordings and their tapes on fire because they ain't trying to save that crap. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah.
2: I go on stage. The first 15 minutes of my hour and 15-minute set was the same thing. Ah, that was pretty good, but so what? Ah, everybody gets lucky once. Uh, the clock's right twice a damn day. I was like, what is all this? You know. And then eventually I said, listen, you jackasses. Y'all been mean to everybody up here the whole time. All right, what if I don't like you, idiots? How about that? In fact, you know, and I started breaking their balls, and then they started laughing and laughing and laughing, and then they started laughing hard. I said, "Now, see, this is what an audience is supposed to do, losers." And what I'm going to do is I'm going to walk off that stage. Pause that tape. I walk off the stage. You're going to give me the respect I deserve, damn it. That's right. Then I walked off the stage. This nurse guy, do, yeah, <laughs> and they cheered like a regular crowd for the next hour of everything. I edited the first 15 minutes off that tape so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I chopped that first. It was actually 17 minutes. I chopped the first 17 minutes off that tape because this happened a few times in different places where it's like notoriously bad crowds. Yeah. And I did the same thing. They, they won't give me nothing for the first chunk. I chopped that. Ch- I got. I got like at least 50 gigs off of that one tape because of the, the hour that I actually showed people. The first I showed it to a friend of mine. And I said, "Here's the original tape." I, I, I queued it up when he came over. And I said, "Now watch the first 15 minutes." I said, rewound it. And he was like, Ooh. God. I was like, I said, exactly. I said, exactly. I said, I chopped that 17 minutes right the hell off. (laughs) You know, and that's, that's how tough it is. It's like the work that I did was to survive the first 15 minutes because if I had quit, given up, allowed them to bother me, allowed them to shake me, I don't have that hour tape that made me money for the rest of the year. I don't have that. You know, and it's the same thing with public speaking. Everything you do is for that third group. That's the one that you got to still do your 45 minute talk or your hour talk, and you still got to do it. And sometimes they will give you like a little bit of, eh. and then afterwards, you know what? That was pretty good. And you realize they did like it, but they just weren't going to give you the laugh. Thank and it's the same thing with speaking. Bitch. That's what the work is for. <laughs> that's what the work is for, for that group. <laughs> yeah, that's Man. what it is.
1: What, what I usually do here, um, you know, I try to teach them the material. But what I like to do with the with the students because I mean they were me sixteen years ago or whatever. I was in the in the same classrooms they were in, doing the same training they were doing. And I can remember my experience to where, you know, I was just there just to get the training done so I can get the hell on and, you know, do things in the Marine Corps. But, you know, coming back here now as an instructor You know, I teach them the material. I teach them the things they need to know. But what I like to do the most, you know, is give them those life lessons, you know, just tell them what, hey, this is what you need to look out for. This is what you need to look forward to. This could possibly happen. This could not possibly happen, you know, but I want you to be aware of it so you can kind of mentally prepare for it. I mean, you know, you can't prepare for life, really, but, you know, at least you have some kind of knowledge on the subject or whatever, you know, you can make some preparations. You know, and that's the things I like to do. I tell them my whole life story, tell them about my damn, my dad and my mom, how they 10 years apart, and there's 18 of us, and how my car broke down when I was 15 because I didn't know what the fuck, how to take care of a car, and my dad, his old ass had to come over and fix the car while I'm sitting there on the curb eating cold-ass Taco Bell and all kind of shit like that. You know, I, I like to give them life lessons and shit like that because, I mean- Nobody gave me that in the Marine Corps right off the bat, you know, to set me up for success. I had to learn the hard way and I, I don't want to do that to them, you know.
2: I think that's a very effective I mean it's like there's 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 a difference between learning something from a book and someone who's lived it and can give you practical experience of actually having because I think people I think I personally learn better that way and I instruct when I used to instruct better that way. I tell them I, the circumstances and what's actually going to happen to them. Because a lot of times the stuff that you say is going to happen to them is actually going to happen to them. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, and, and so, so when they look and they feel, Oh crap, that's happening. They remember because I heard that, you know, because that's, that's what, like, that's, that's what's always good about. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you. And I was, and when you told me about the 18, I, I, at that moment, I wanted to ask you with uh, this question. When you say to the classes, 18 I get how many times out of the five six hundred times you've given that talk how many times have the room still been quiet or do you always get oh
1: it's just been it's more you know they were quiet because they were shocked as fuck that I said 18 out of my (laughs) mouth (laughs) you know okay well how how,
2: how drastic would the facial expression changes
1: it was just like let's see I mean how because we're not doing video right now um (laughs) All right, let's put it in emojis. You know that emojis from to where it's just a, a face and it got the slits in his eyes and the slits for the mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It went from yeah. that to the emoji to where it had the big ass eyes and his mouth was open. It went <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I knew. Mean, if we were doing video, you would have seen the same thing here. Yeah, <laughs> and you said, I mean, <laughs> and you know, because yeah, I I was curious about that because uh, that's one of those things that. The simple fact that you said that, and that is in fact the truth, right there. You basically you grab you. You now have a hold of their shirt collars. The second you say that,
1: like on Django, you had my curiosity. It's, now you have my attention.
2: <laughs> it's, it's like it's like you got. In fact, like you, like you probably should walk in. By the way, eighteen kids. What? Okay, now time for the lesson. <laughs>
1: Well, see, yeah, I, I set them up though i don't just c- kind of lead out with it or whatever because th- this is how i set them up i'm gonna give you i'm gonna, I'm gonna give you my spiel and be like all right get in front of the class or whatever I'll Be like all right how many of you um have brothers and sisters you know some of them raise their hands or whatever and then i pick you know somebody at random random like you how many brothers and sisters you got Oh, uh, it's just me and my sister. Oh, so it's just the two of you. All right, how, what about you over here? How many you got? Oh, we got three. Okay, so it's three of you. All right, then from there, I'll be like, all right, anybody have more than three? And one person raised their hand. All right, anybody have more than four? And you usually stop it. I think the most we ever got in a class was seven. Somebody had seven brothers. And, you know, it was all seven of them in the family. I think that was the highest it ever got out of however many classes i have done. So... Then uh, after that, I'll be like, "All right, are you the oldest in your out of your family, or out of the kids? Are you the youngest out of the kids?" Some of them be like, "I'm the oldest, I'm the middle, or whatever." Now, the ones that'll say, "I'm the youngest," which I am in my family, I'll be like, "All right, now since you're the baby in your family, do you feel like you got away with a lot of things because you were indeed the baby of the family? You feel like you were spoiled, or you were entitled to a couple things because you know that's how." families are sometimes with the baby of the bunch because you know this is the last kid you know they get all the spoils and all kind of shit like that so I set it up like that they be like yeah sometimes some will say yes some will say no so that's when I hit them I'll be like well I'm the baby in my family I'm 34 years old and I have it's 18 of us total and they be like
3: what
1: What the fuck? and you hear him talking back for it he got 18, 18 kids in the family That's a lot of fucking, you know what I'm saying? It's just a a little side chatter back and forth and everything like that. And then I'd be like, all right, now it was a whole bunch of us. And I'd go into my mother and father. My mother went to my father and said she wanted to have a baby before she was 40. At this time, my mom was turning 40. My dad was already 10 years older than her. He was 50, which I thought was kind of weird because they both grew up in the same hometown. So I thought my dad was kind of scouting on my mom and all kind of shit like Mm -hmm. that. You know, get a little chuckle right there and then be like, all right. So me being a baby, I was spoiled. I was um one of the first kids in my class, you know, to be a freshman and have a car and everything. It was an old hand-me-down, but nonetheless, I had a car and all kind of stuff like that. And my father, he tried to show me how to take care of my car and all kind of junk like this or whatever. But, you know, me being a baby, I knew it was going to get done anyway because I'm spoiled. Right. So me and my friends, we went to the movies one day. Go see ninja turtles or some stew i make up a movie name every time a different movie name and it'd be like we went to taco bell my favorite place to eat which it is i'm not making that up it's a factual statement anybody want to give me some taco bell give me a that damn seven layer burrito extra sour cream <laughs> so we at the um, taco bell we sitting around we eating we, it's time to go we get in the car start the car up brrr, pow white smoke come up from under the hood a whole bunch of freaking antifreeze that start leaking out from under the car. And I'm just sitting there on the curb with my burrito in my hand. I'm like, take a bite. Well, this is fucked up. And I'm calling my dad. (laughs) Like, hey, dad, something wrong with the car. (laughs) And he come out there, his old ass mad as fuck. Well, God damn it. I told you how to take care of the car and all kind of shit like that. And I'm just sitting there on the curb eating this burrito like, I, I'm I'm sorry, Pop. <laughs> could you could you fix it so we can get out of here? <laughs> you know, And all kind of shit like that. <laughs> and then after that, I tell them because usually I tell that story for uh, preventive maintenance checks and services. It's Like, mm, oh, oh, there you go, there you go. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. so hopefully you won't end up on the side of the road eating cold ass Taco Bell like my dumbass did. And then I go into the class and all kind of shit like that.
2: <laughs> now, how many of them uh, called your dad when the tanks when the tanks broke up? Say what now? <laughs> how many when they, when like when 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 the vehicles break, How many of them made the mistake and called your dad up and didn't get what you were talking about?
1: Oh, um, well uh, nah, I mean they're usually laughing at this point, so I mean, they- <laughs> <laughs> I
2: just I just I just imagine one of them not getting the story. Hi, um, yeah, is this his dad? Yeah, you helped him out. 20 years ago with his car. <laughs> uh, I'm in Fallujah right now, and I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I think that I mean that that's that's a that's a, a very very good way of of I mean instructional stories are just the best because you know it's like it's like uh, telling a joke when you when you set it up really well. You're pushing them in one direction, and they think they know what you're talking about. And then you sink, the, and then by that time, the information is burned into their brain. And then you attach it to the information that they need to know. It's like, it's like the, I've never done it, but it's like, there's people that use memory tricks and mm-hmm. they'll, 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 I forgot how they do it, but it's like, you know, they'll, like if a person's name is Bell, they'll picture the person being a Bell, you know, and then, yeah. you know, and they do all sorts of wacky. I forgot how, I forgot what it was called, drawing a blank at this moment. Of course, when we're done, I'll remember the entire thing I was talking about, <laughs> but they use those memory tricks. And I think the stories, like that, are very similar to that, insofar as by the time these fools get to the point where you get to the information that they need, that story is burning their brain, and now the information is attached to it and they can't forget it. Yeah, you know, So, that's a very good way of doing it. Scaffold
1: it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Let's see here. We got some more softballs for you. Your store of choice. Mine is Walmart. That's my shit where do you like to shop sir
2: let's see uh all right i used to To be honest with you as far as i like i i'm one of those guys that will go online and see which one is the cheapest (laughs) (laughs) you know and sometimes it's walmart sometimes it's uh sometimes it's kmart and uh but here's the funny thing my my favorite store is actually Amazon online? Yeah. See, see,
1: see. <laughs> it, all right, all right, all right. I, I'll give you that one. But everybody's favorite store is probably Amazon. But yeah, you know, no, 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 no. The crap you know it, in here is
2: Amazon yeah, stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. All my equipment and everything is. But I'm, a, I'm, ai I'm a, I'm a little peeved at motherfucking Amazon right now. Reason being, um, we got a guy out there name is Stu. Twitter handle. Choo choo stew. That's C H O O C H O O underscore stew S T U. He's a part of the Cave Crew Radio podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, me and him correspond back and forth. He was on the podcast once, and he sent me a picture on Twitter of this ca- candy they got out there. He out there in London or wherever, and it's called Randoms. You know, that's my Ooh. show, Random Ramblings with Rob. You know, and I was like, I want this motherfucking candy. I want this shit bad. And he just so happened when he sent me the tweet or whatever, he, um, uh, tagged the freaking, uh, the manufacturer, the people who make them the Rone tree or whatever the fuck they are. And, you know, you know, how Twitter work, when you respond pretty much like an email, you press reply all and everybody that was up attached to that tweet, get, you know, in on the tweet or whatever, when you send back and forth. So, they ding me and they was like, well, you can check in your local Walmart, which I was like, yes, because I love motherfucking Walmart. I look for an excuse to go all the time. <laughs> and um, they said, you can check Amazon. So, out of Walmart and Amazon, you know, I went to Amazon first. Mm-hmm. Go to Amazon, I'm looking up this candy. They want 50 fucking dollars for a little bitty ass bag of motherfucking randoms chew candy. I'm like, fuck mm-hmm. you, Amazon. <laughs> Oh, I know what that is. And then I tagged them, the um, the people that make the candy. I was like, Amazon trying to charge me $50 for this. And I tagged Amazon too. I was like, they trying to charge me $50 for this little fucking bag of candy. They was like, shit, for that price, you could have
2: took your ass to London and get the candy in person. <laughs> <laughs> By stocking the candy company for $50. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> they, trying- they, the, for the, Amazon, the, the thing that's why I always check with them is like, they, they, they have their own products and stuff, and then they facilitate somebody else's yeah. products. So whenever I see that, whenever I see that it's, it's coming from an outside place, and they just because that's when you know it's like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I just immediately go nah, because <laughs> I know the, the shipping is going to be insane. I would like um, one stick of gum. Oh, that'll be eight hundred dollars. You
1: son of a bitch!
2: <laughs> you bastards! <laughs> you know, is it made out of diamonds and titanium? The hell out of here! You know, but, you know, but, but I, 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 I got mad at Amazon cause I was going to do one of those, uh, affiliate things. Yeah. And, uh, they said, well, one of your websites says that you encourage people to do something. And I'm going, I wrote every word on every one of my damn websites. And I can tell you beyond a shadow of doubt, I never said that they were going to get a prize for buying something. So they have this robotic thing that goes and checks yeah. And it, and it made a mistake. And I said, and they go, and I said, well, how, I said, now I said, go check again. It's wrong. They wrote me. Cause I said, I'm a shit on you on my next pa- podcast. How about that? <laughs> I ta- I tagged him like that, like five minutes later, Mr. Thomas, we would like to say that uh, <laughs> I shit on him anyway. So <laughs> I, I shot, I mean, I, I shit on him, wipe and shit on him again. And, um, on my on my episode. So, uh, but the thing was, and they said, well, what you could do, None. We, we know it's a mistake, but we, you know, what you should do is you should set, we start all over again. I'm going, why should I have to go through all of that again, go back through all those episodes, take off the affiliate links? Why can't you just reactivate that Like, we don't have the facility to do that. I said, well, you know what? I love you guys on the retail side, and I will continue to use them on the retail side. But until you are going to show respect on the affiliate side, the small time people like me, because I guarantee you, you wouldn't do that to the young Turks. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't you wouldn't do that to Adam Corolla. You wouldn't do that to none of them big timers. Yeah, I bet you I bet you, you could reestablish that. So until you until you until I get to that point, the hell with you. I gonna still buy your crap, but I ain't doing that affiliate thing with you anymore because you guys are idiots. And yes, I did say that to them. Yeah, should sure, call them a <laughs> bastard afterwards, too. You Actually, said- I did. <laughs> now, with actually the, i did with the, that, that's not it i actually i actually do i actually i actually use that word about as much as uh as you hear it on the show <laughs> it just didn't come up in this conversation yet with the damn um bastard. Uh, see there it is <laughs> yeah oh, damn, there this one slipped in
1: with the affiliate <laughs> program what that is it's pretty much um they give you links Mm-hmm. Uh, for your website or whatever. And then if they shop through your links or whatever, you get like a kickback or some shit like that.
2: Yeah. But I mean, but the thing is, they, it's like they implied, and I, I, I even send them screenshots of the stuff they were talking about. And they were, oh, well, it was a mistake because it's it's, 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 it's not done by humans. I'm like, yeah, but you shut my links down and you didn't even like email me to tell me that. <laughs> you know, people would have been clicking through and thinking that I'm unprofessional. That's yeah. why, that's why I, that's why I, of course, shit on them on my, on my, on my show.
1: Yeah. Poo all over their face.
2: Damn scary. All
1: right. So, <laughs> all right. I think one of the first episodes of yours that I listened to, to where you was talking about social media accounts and everything like that, you talking about you had this one account here, then you had MySpace, and then you had the Periscope, and you was just like, when you was getting into some of the newer things and you was canceling out some of the older shit. What? things do you have now like social media accounts
2: uh i have twitter of course <laughs> two twitters uh facebook regular pers- personal facebook which really ain't personal everybody's on that one uh fan page on which is i have my fan my uh my podcast page is verified on uh facebook yes i see so it. that's um so that's verified um i have a group on facebook the two twitters my and each one of those twitters has a periscope account on it um, I have, I finally got Instagram, uh, <laughs> uh Instagram, uh, Snapchat, you know, and I, I was like, after that, I was, and I have other stuff, but it's like, I was like, look, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Periscope, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I got, you know, it's like, cause I'm one of those idiots that I used to put all new, different content on each, <laughs> right? Most of everybody else was going. Look, you dumbass. What you do is you put something up and you put it on all the stuff, you idiot. You don't write stuff on each different different stuff on each page. You're going, yeah, but I can do that. And they're going, yeah, but why should you do that?
1: That's more. You
2: know? <laughs> and I was like, I said, you know what? You're right. Here's the same shit that was on Instagram. You're getting that too on Twitter. How about that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've had um, I had an Instagram account for years now. And I barely Mm -hmm. use it. It almost got to down to the point to where I was just like, why is this even an app on my motherfucking phone? Mm -hmm. You know, and I was getting ready to delete it. I even went to my wife to receive counsel on it. I was like, how often do you use your Instagram? She's like, I use it every now and then. I was like, well, I'm thinking about deactivating mine. She's like, okay. (laughs) This is how she give me most of my answers. Like, okay. Like, I give a shit. (laughs) Pretty much how (laughs) it sounded to me. And then, um, much of the same. It just sat there on my phone. You know, I hit, I put it in the little icon bin to where it's a useless Mm -hmm. shit.
2: This is exactly what I did. Yeah. And um, started
1: doing the podcast. And um, just recently or whatever, I just started using Instagram again. I go to uh, Walmart, which is my favorite place in the world, next to Taco Mm -hmm. Bell. And I just go in there now, and every time I go to Walmart, I film like a little short video on Instagram, and I put it out there. So, I'm starting to get a little use out of Instagram now, as far as um shit I use, obviously Twitter um, mm-hmm. I got a Facebook page for the show, but I'm the only motherfucker posting on it <laughs> <laughs> you know i got um I get likes on there from people, but um, I got one dude on there, Christopher he on there, he always try to post some stuff on there, whatever, so shout outs to Chris. I gave him a shout out this morning. he hit me in my inbox. I'm um, shopping them out on the show again. Motherfucker. You think you're famous now? Post some most shit on my damn Facebook. <laughs> and, uh, it,
2: it's it, it, it it's, it's really weird because, you know, I am I, at the point now where it's like, OK, I'll use Snapchat. I will use I use Snapchat. I'm, I'm using my Snapchat now. I'm using my Instagram now. I've always used my Twitter and Facebooks. And I'm going to start doing the Periscope thing too because I didn't like Snapchat. It disappears after a day. Now Periscope will, as a default, save yeah. all of this stuff. Yeah, so the stuff. you do something now. good. Yeah, I want I want to be able to do that. I want to keep that crap. So I'm going to start using that. And those are the ones I'm going to stick with. I mean, every time I turn around, there's another one coming up, and I'm like, you know what? Leave me alone. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
2: Enough already.
1: As far as the um, Periscope, I think. I've used it maybe a handful of times or whatever, and Mm -hmm. um, like before they made um the new feature, they made it an option to save it automatically for you know people to keep going back and see it. Um, Mm -hmm. I I used it a good three times when I went to Dallas, and I had like some good content on there. I was walking up and down the streets of Dallas around my brother apartment complex, just talking to people, having a good old time talking about WrestleMania because I was there for WrestleMania weekend. And, um, another time when I first started doing the podcast, I just, um, pretty much did like a little video of me setting up the equipment for the first time, just talking about what I want to get out of the podcasting, which I thought was pretty good, but now all that shit is gone and I don't have it anymore. So, and another thing with Periscope is like, I'm talking then the motherfucker start typing shit and I'm like, it ruined my train of thought. And then, you know, <laughs> we can't really converse back and forth. It's not like the motherfucker is saying that in real time. You probably... It's it's just fucking with me. What I like about Instagram, I just go into Walmart, film a little video, cut it however the fuck I want it. I don't put no goddamn filters on there. I'm filterless. And yeah, now, I don't do that crap. <laughs> and I just <laughs> I just set it out there.
2: Because because I think it's, it's you get a minute right on um Instagram now you get a minute.
1: Yeah, it used to be thirty seconds. Now they them bumped it up to a minute.
2: And yeah, Twitter needs to jump on that too because they need that thirty second thing. Yeah. They they, they they need to jump on that too. But uh. But but the thing is, I think I like about it is that because you you it's like a minute you can get a lot of info in in a daggone minute. Hell yeah! You get like ten seconds on Snapchat, and you got to put them wacky those wacky uh, things on the back of it. But uh, yeah, I I, I get a kick out of that stuff, and I I like and that's the only thing about Snapchat. Now, if I do something I think is extra good, uh, I just download that crap to the phone.
3: Yeah,
2: exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh no, you don't. You're not disappearing in a day, nah, Jack. Yeah, see, I just download that crap right to the phone. I like Yeah, so I
1: I like doing it more on Instagram because I mean I got my Tumblr and my Twitter and my Facebook linked to that one account so I can just do a video and I can just send it out to all them shits at once with Snapchat. Mm-hmm. It's just like you said, I do whatever on there, then I gotta download it, then I gotta figure out how to put it on something else and shoot it out to all this other bullshit. I ain't down with that. Sometimes I forget I have a motherfucking Snapchat and I sit there and advertise it on my Twitter all the goddamn time. But but I barely use the motherfucker.
2: Yeah, I, I have it. I'll be honest with you. Ninety percent of the time I'm watching celebrity stuff to amuse myself. But as far as uh I've been using Instagram actually a little more, to be honest with you, because just like you said, I have a Tumblr too. I used to, but I you know, it's like I, I use it every once in a while, but it's like the stuff that's on Tumblr for me, I usually Porn. by the time I look at Tumblr I'd already saw it on Twitter already. <laughs> i just look at you know what I'm on Tumblr. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like it's like a uh, Facebook. I like I like how they they have news stories on the on the on the right side of the Facebook page. Yeah, and it's like Twitter. Twitter's like, yeah, we um we kind of ran that into the ground two days ago, so <laughs> 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 it's, it's like you know it was like, are you kidding me? You know, because Twitter's Twitter is like, look, that's they they're not kidding. What is happening right now? Yeah. You mean now? Damn it! In fact, I just got shot just now. And I'm now tweeting bullet in my ass. <laughs> By the time it's on Facebook, you going, I'm fine. It was a, yeah, it was just a, a uh, you know, it was a flesh one. I'm I've actually completely healed. Oh, we just found out about it. Yeah. Because
1: that's, <laughs> that's how it is now. Because, like, majority of the news info that I get come from Twitter because it's fucking Johnny mm-hmm. on the goddamn spot. Because, mm-hmm. like, Prince, goddamn Kimbo Slice, you know, all the mm-hmm. recent people that passed or whatever. It was on Twitter before it was anywhere else.
2: Yeah, that's that's what I keep trying to tell people that you know, uh, even some of my older relatives who I finally got on Facebook because they just want to be a part of the whole thing. I was like, you got to get on Twitter. She goes, well, Facebook's good enough. And I'm going, you know, he <laughs> goes, oh, I don't need Facebook. What do I need the other one for? I'm going, I don't know. you like to know about stuff now or a week from now? <laughs> well, see, <laughs> it's like, you know Facebook- I mean? He's like, Twitter is America's water cooler. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm sorry, it's the world's water cooler. Imagine if it was when roots came out back in the day. Oh, you no. know, the original roots, if, if Twitter was on, man. Man, it would have been it would have been popping. Oh man.
1: <laughs> no, man, you should have seen this shit, man. Toby got hit like 80 times, dog. And he was still
2: saying motherfucking Kunta Kente. Shit, man. It was just crazy. It'd be, it'd be live tweeting the whipping. That's what, what if somebody would have <laughs> been Fucking doing that shit. 27. <laughs> 28. This is bullshit. I would have done said it already. You know, <laughs> is it? You ever live tweet anything? Uh, yeah, wrestling. I mean, obviously, wrestling. I'm not talking about wrestling. I knew you did that, but I mean, do you ever live tweet anything other than that, like regular crap? Um, I think board shows, stuff like that. Nah, I don't do none of that shit. I barely I watch got TV. Yeah, I, you, you know what, I, <laughs> I, I, what I used to do. I used to, I used to, uh, well, everybody was live tweeting, um, like award shows and stuff that I, I would be like live tweeting, like reruns of house <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. And, uh, I, I got a lot of followers like that week, cause I kept, there was a bunch of, it was like, for whatever reason, it was a bunch of award shows on. And I was like, I don't give two shits about this award show. And I was live tweeting episodes of house. And I would see stuff like this man, this is crazy, dude. He live tweeting house, man. You got to check this fool out. And I would just watch. I could, you could, I could see the follower number go up every time I refresh Ten more, twenty more, things because, and because I was live tweeting house at the same time, because it's like you know, uh, like like a uh, uh, when you see political events and stuff like that. But there's a, yeah. uh, a debate on. I, I slap. I flip the thing over real quick and see what people are saying. But award shows, ah, I haven't watched an award shows in in, in, a, in a long time because I just don't give a crap anymore.
1: I mean to bring up Prince, I think the last time I watched the award show from beginning to end is when they did the Prince tribute on one of them shows.
2: I think, that, that, was, that, I think that, that was the time. Alicia, on Billboard?
1: I think um that was the time Alicia Keys was pregnant and she was up on the piano and Prince was in the crowd like, oh shit, she's gonna fall off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I I watched the live tweet during um when Madonna did that thing at the Billboard Awards. The Prince tribute. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going yeah all would have been better off just showing like a bunch of clips of pre-. having somebody walk out and say he's the greatest show a bunch of clips show some music clips and then we will always remember you and then walking off nobody would have been able to complain about that yeah you know what i'm saying but when they did that thing when she walks out he's been seven Madonna no no <laughs> no mm. I and mean, you cool with everything I, I, I'm, I'm cool with you but you know it's like you're not I mean, you're a, a pop star, but you're not known for like these power vocals. You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh-huh.
2: Where, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're you known uh, for and, dressing
1: and, scantily and <laughs> clad and kissing things.
3: No,
2: no. That's what I literally looked at the screen and went, no. And then was, that was like Stevie Wonder came out. I was like, thank God. And, and then that was like, you can let him sing if you want. You just sit there and hold your hand his hand and wave your hand back and forth, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> people on Twitter were like, "Even Stevie Wonder can't save this bullcrap." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, they were smashing her so good, man! It they were smashing her hard, man." I was like, "Good googler, Muggler. And then of course, B, you saw that BET they thing that that oh, they put man. out. Yeah. Oh man, that was that was so strong. It was like that w- that was that was so that was such a sharp shot to the ribs. You know, it was like you say, like, yeah, we saw that. Don't worry, we got you. I was like, oh. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I was like, they anticipated it sucking. because They didn't just throw that together. They were like, we know this is gonna suck. The uh, advertising department, smash them, get it ready. <laughs>
1: In three, two,
2: one. <laughs> the button probably had that stuff suck right on them when they pushed the button, push the button. <laughs> they got that out even even if you had the best tech people in the world they're going to be able to come out like 3 seconds after they stop singing It's <laughs> like they just popped that right out and uh you know and uh but I I was just, I was I was just still kind of bummed out cuz he was my my favorite entertainer so you know I was like oh why are you going to do that I mean this dude deserves more than this corny ass <laughs> you know and I'm like this is billboard I mean he's one of your biggest stars of all Ever. time on the billboards charts and you got this crap going on you know okay. i mean i know that you i mean you know you, you know you, <laughs> I, I was like just show some clips you know, if you if you if you if you're locked in and you can't go long and it looked like they couldn't go long cuz they, they got off at exactly when they were supposed to so they yeah. didn't have the option of going longer i get it put some clips on edit up some clips you mean to tell me a billboard you don't have prince clips you can edit up no shit right Huh <laughs> oh. I
1: think, um, for me, it was like, um, finding out that a lot of that shit that Dave Chappelle and them on the, uh, Charlie Murphy and them shit was like for real. Like this motherfucker was playing basketball and shit and all kind of junk like that. And then I seen like <laughs> on Twitter, they had pictures of Prince and looked like it was like high school or college or whatever, and, you know, with the basketball team, had his little perm and everything, his little mustache and a basketball jersey. And I'm just like, Charlie Murphy
2: wasn't lying. <laughs> yes.
1: Sir. Charlie Murphy.
2: I'll be honest with you. That that little that little outfit with the fro was hilarious when I saw that the first time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because you never. let's me honest, Nobody sees Prince in regular clothes. No, to see him in anything even approaching regular clothes is just weird. You know, even though he's like 17, 16, whatever that was, but it's like still weird to see him in that. But yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I would just. I'm, I'm, it's like Billboard. I mean, B B T. You know, BET is going to come with it now yeah. after Billboard done effed up. <laughs> and, they gonna come with something strong because they kind of got to now. You can't talk trash like that and come up with a weak ass tribute. They gonna have that tribute better. That tribute better be real good. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it will be.
1: And uh since we own musical icons, let's do a little bit of time traveling, if you will. Mm-hmm. I want you to take me back to June 26, 2009, at 5:56 p.m. You put a tweet out there. It was your very first tweet. On oh, the your, Michael
2: Jackson tweet. Yes. Still can't believe
1: Mike is gone.
2: Take another back. one that bummed
1: me out. <laughs> yeah. Bring bring me back to that moment. What, what made you compose that tweet? Obviously, I know what the main, you know, reason you made that tweet. But what was your feeling? What was your emotions? What was going on June 26 at 5.56 p.m.
2: in the year oh, I'm a- of 2009? I remember because the thing was it, was, it was a big surprise, man. Because first of all, he was in the he was 50. But yeah. it was like, it was like, I mean, it, it, I'm old enough to remember that this kind of crap, you saw, it was always Mike getting burnt up at getting his hair burnt up. He's he doing Pepsi commercials, yeah. you know, being dehydrated. The man was, it was always in and out of the hospital. And I'm figuring, yeah, sure. I mean, he's, you know, he's 50. You know, when they go, Michael Jackson rushed to the hospital, I'm like, yeah, 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 two days from now, it's going to be he was dehydrated. And then he's going to go on a sold off sold out to and it's going to be no big deal and then i was like he's dead i'm like, yeah. I'm like why are y'all stop stop joking around seriously and they were like he's dead and then you know just like when, I, when it was like seven years later when prince passed away well actually it was still different because I, I love mike like prince was the dude for me and i went on this really strong michael jackson every five seconds i was just playing all the videos i remember seeing him as a kid and i'm going that guy who did that yesterday could still do that and now that guy is not here anymore exactly you know and it was the same thing with prince was like that guy days ago was doing the sold out show smoking the place out girls screaming you know going on this tour getting all these good reviews a day yesterday he was able to do that and today he is gone gone the guy that made all of that stuff and was going to make Probably 30 more years of that stuff does not exist anymore. My favorite entertainer, person whose music I listen to literally every day, does not exist anymore. You know, and that's what I, how I felt to a, a lesser extent about Mike. But I was like, man, it's like that guy, is just, there's never going to be another Michael Jackson interview. No. There's never going to be another album. There's never going to be another tour. There will be no new music. And I was like, and he's, that's it. I mean, only the only other person Bruce. that can do that is Tupac. You know, but <laughs> well, I got news. Yeah, yeah, I news. Where the stuff that brother got in the vault?
1: <laughs> oh
2: yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like you know, we'll, we we will both be long dead, and they will still be putting out new Prince music.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I heard about all the stuff that he had locked away. It's like videos and concerts that never been seen by anybody. It was all kind mm-hmm. of crazy. Jump. Uh, whoever that's left behind, to they're gonna be paid for life, and probably after they long gone, they're gonna the people after them are gonna be getting
2: paid too. Yeah, cause the thing is now that he's gone, there's gonna be all of a sudden. You know, watch, watch what happens. All of a sudden, you'd be like, "Oh man, I wonder what kind of car I'm gonna get." Mm-hmm. Little red <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna take all his shit and just start using it. Right. The few, the proud, the Marines. You know, and then all of a sudden. You know, you'll start hearing music from Prince in the background. It's like, what the hell? You know, was, you know, McDonald's is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I man, like, I'm, I'm waiting for the I'm
1: waiting for the first movie to have um motherfucker use when doves cry. I'm I'm waiting on that shit right now.
2: <laughs> oh, 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 first of all, when doves cry is gonna be in one of them animal cruelty commercials. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you think they're bad to the dogs they're also bad to the that's like wait a second <laughs> it's like it is bad to laugh at this, but it's like these people they it's like they will just milk crap off you know you know i'll tell you right now women's pants mm mm-hmm. Are on sale. Sexy mothers. That's right. She's a sexy mother. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, because you hear, you hear dirty songs in these commercials all the time anyway. My milkshake brings all the girl, boys to the O's and the sh- kids yeah. would dance into that crap in a freaking commercial for kids' clothes. You had a song about a chick blowing people, and you get kids dancing to it. You know what the hell you do when you sit sick, bastards. Sorry,
1: motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, you know, so it's like you know, and it, it's coming. They already said they're gonna, they're already making plans to release some of this stuff. I hope they don't just get stupid and just drop eighteen thousand songs on us real quick. But if they're yeah. smart, they already got they're going to be doing Broadway shows off his music, and they already got that, you know, they already got that crap planned out. Yeah, yeah, it's like it almost seems somebody just won sixteen. Somebody just won five straight Powerball lotteries. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it almost seems like it was set up. It's like, hmm, let's kill this motherfucker so we can do all this shit. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, man. They, everybody's been saying they, they they pop both of them, you know. Yep, him and Mike. Think about it, it, Yeah, because it's like, and it's, it's like, because if you really think about it, if you're thinking about just people who had just truckloads of music and were that popular, there's only really two of them, and those were the two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you know, Mike, because you know, because he was he, he was the first one to just demolish like that. Prince came in right behind him and demolished. And then the, everybody knows the man has 19 gazillion songs sitting in there. <laughs> so it was like, okay. you know, and I, and also it was like, you know, and then I found, you know, so it was like, they're like, yeah, why don't you, because uh, I, because I, because the thing is, he would, if I was a close friend of his, he would either be alive now or he would have kicked my ass out. Yeah. So I don't like, I don't like, dude, really? <laughs> you know, and I was like, yo, dude, come on, man. You know, I said, I know people that have these problems. I understand you got hurt. And you need the stuff, but this is this this is gonna kill your ass. No, you better you know? take these motherfucking to leave and goddamn chuck yeah, this bottle yeah. of water
1: real quick and get your ass back up there and fucking with these heels on and fucking play that damn guitar. Because <laughs> if
2: you think about it, little tiny guy, an athlete has ten peak years. You know, they can usually milk this is two in the beginning where they don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Ten years where they dominate, and then like three years where they're kind of sliding off a little bit, and it's all it's not physical ability, it's you know, knowing the game better than everybody else, and then they get the hell out of there. But the man was fifty. The man was performing way more than the basketball players perform. The basketball player doesn't perform as many times as this guy was on stage, jumping off crap, and he's doing it all over the world for decades. And of course, you're gonna bust yourself up, you know, and um, you know, take these, take that stuff to stop the pain, and you know. But like, because I had friends that got mad at me, I was like, "Yo, dude, said, we would be boys, I love you, and everything like that." but you're getting, you're getting blasted too much, man. You know what I mean? You're you, you getting blasted. You're, you're, your liver is going to wake up and you're going to think, you know that you, you, people those those uh, urban legends where people yeah. wake up in a tub in Thailand with their kidneys gone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I said, you're going to wake up with your liver going and it ain't going to be because somebody cut it out. Your that liver is going to like F away. this and jump out your damn side by itself. <laughs> <laughs> you know? you know? And they got mad at me you don't need to hang with me. I said, look, I said, I'd said, rather hang around with you. If you're going to kill yourself, do that all the way over there. I ain't going to be around. I ain't going to be at, I'll be at your funeral, but I'm not going to be at your funeral with everybody else who could have who done something and didn't say anything. If you mad at me, you mad at me. But I want you to know if you ever see me doing something like that, even though you know I will be mad at you, I would rather you come up to me like a man and tell me I'm being a jackass and get in my ass and get in my face and tell me you know what I'm saying? I may get mad at you and walk off or say, get out of my face, but at least you would have said something. You know. So yeah. and I had friends that I was like, Yo, man, come on, man. I had one dude, I'm sitting in the car. He's like, Oh, before we go, I had to do something. And I look, I'm looking out the window, I said, Yeah, man, that was a good show, man. I look back. Dude has a line of cocaine across his dashboard. What the shit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, Yeah. He goes, What are you doing? I'm going, You're not driving me anywhere. And do me a favor. We'll restart the friendship. You no longer do that anymore. <laughs> because if you have that in the car and I don't know about it, if somebody pulls you over That's and it. I'm sitting in a, in a car where you did that, I'm going to have that on my clothes. And they're going to be saying, you knew about it and you did it too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, you get back to me when you're not doing that. And I'm pissed off at you. You had the balls to do this in front of me and then try to drive off hell no <laughs> well, well, <laughs> even right. driving 900 miles now I'm in the parking lot nah I'm cool <laughs> how long ago was, did that happen uh let's see this is 2016 it was 1990 okay this is before I went to before I went to LA uh, no uh right before I went to LA so I went to LA in 93 so this had to be 92 somewhere around then right, right before I left for Los Angeles
1: okay see that's, that's what I was trying to get at I have never in my lifetime. I mean, which is not saying much. I mean, I'm only 34. But I've been around people that use drugs. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what the fuck it was. I I went to a club some years back. I want to say it was probably about I will say about nine years ago, maybe. And they had these two older gentlemen. I went in the bathroom and they came in behind me I was kinda of leery because why two dudes go in the bathroom at the same time, it's kinda of suspect to of me. So I was taking a whiz, looking over my shoulder and shit, right? And they was just in the bathroom and it was just snorting cocaine or whatever the fuck it was. And I was just like, yo, is this shit really for real right now? Because I I, ain't, I have never seen nothing to that extent like in real life in front of my eyes or whatever. You think that's some shit that they only do in movies and all kind of junk all back in the 50s and 60s and all kind of shit. That's not the fucking current year type of drug to me. And it was just like they are really snorting this shit right now in the bathroom. And then they went back outside like nothing happened. It was just dancing on the dance floor and shit.
2: Yeah, yeah I had I put the reputation out early because I have never used any drug at all, ever none, ever and I never will. Good. I've never been drunk ever i ain't saying i never drank but i've never been drunk lucky and um yeah i I was like man, man, some of the places i was believe me you want to make sure your mind is clear yeah (laughs) you'll wake up i had two arms man you know (laughs) (laughs) one of those places you know what i mean and so uh and so i put it out there i was like look man I ain't with that, you know. And uh so everybody even now, everybody knows now. I could walk into bars that I used to hang out with. I walk up, yeah, give me a vodka and cranberry, and they'll give me a Coca-Cola, they know I don't drink alcohol. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, because the thing is, I never bought into the peer pressure of that type of thing. Cause I saw too many people that I knew and loved, not just family members, but mostly friends, who demolished themselves. With stuff. And I'm like, I don't think I, I don't have an addictive personality when it comes to those type of things. I just ain't interested in it. You know, yeah. I'm not doing none of that crap. I ain't dealing with it. And so I didn't want to be around it. It's like like I remember one guy got in my car with weed. And um I, I tell everybody, I was like, if you get in my car, I'm telling you right now, don't have nothing. Now, now I'm 47 years old now. Nobody would even think about doing that at this point, because you know, mainly because of what I'm about to tell you about. The guy's like, I ain't got nothing in my car, man. What you talk? I ain't gonna do that, you man. We go to the gig, and I see him smoking weed, and I'm thinking, oh, he probably bought it from some, some dude here. And then I found out he had like two joints in his pocket when he got in the car, <laughs> and I told him not to do that. See, so, now keep in mind, at this particular time, there were not a lot of security cameras. Yeah. So I walked him around the side of the building to talk to him, and in our 35 second conversation which was very physically painful for him. <laughs> I made it very, very clear that if he ever did that again, the next conversation was going to end up in an ER visit. So, you know, he <laughs> comes around the court and, you know, his face is all smashed up. What the hell happened to you, man? And I said, see him? I asked him not to bring no weed and no drugs in my car. He brought weed and drugs in my car in Los Angeles. Oh, man in the 90s and as you can see he had an accident when he fell into my fist five times <laughs> so it was I, I just walked up to him and just drove on his face because you know what you did right what you gonna lie now well i didn't think it was a big deal but I I, I I used to call it michael jasoning i call it michael Jacksoning. because you know, like fist hit the face like so <laughs> Michael Jackson, the minute behind the building. And I was mad because at that time in night in the 90s in LA, you were subject. And I was in my 20s. You know how many times I got dragged into a, or pulled over and had police officers like jump out and put guns in my face and want to search my bag just because I was walking down the street? You know, you, you know that stop and frisk crap. I got that so often. Any one of those times, if I had a mouth off, I could have had my face blown off. Any one of those times. So, the simple fact that if he if we if we i drive safely by the way if if, yes. if i had if i had one rolling stop one questionable yellow light and we get pulled over two big giant white guys one big giant black guy and 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 medium-sized me oh, by the way the guy was pretty big but can't fight uh so <laughs> 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 apparently so um uh cause I, I tuned his ass up but so so it was like um and I'm like, you know, and at that point I was like, no, you can't put no. They called me Steve. My the S is for Steve. I used to go by Steve back then. Um, I go by S Anthony now, obviously. Yes. He's like, oh, um, don't get in Steve Carl with no, uh, no shit, because he'll fuck you up, man. Look at that dude's face. <laughs> 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 you know, and, I, and that's how I'm mad I, because I don't, I don't resort to violence. But it was like, you could have got us killed, dude. You could have got us put in jail, man. You could have got us lump. We could have been on the ground getting our faces smashed in with nightsticks. We could have. I could have been Rodney King real easy, you know. So because of that guy, so I mean, he got off light. I beat you. I beat your ass not less harsh than the police officers would have. So you should <laughs> thank me, damn it. <laughs> you know. So that's what you know. There you go. All right.
1: <laughs> hey man, it's before we wind down here. You got anybody you want to give shout outs to or anything you want to plug? Of course you're gonna plug your podcast. But anything well, other than that?
2: Well, yeah, you know, uh the I want to plug of course plug the, the S. Anthony Says podcast, starring S. Anthony Thomas, which would be me. But uh also uh I'm all, I want to plug the Podcast Revolution Network. Um I'm part of that right now, and uh so you can go to S. Anthony Says dot podcastrevolution.org and all my stuff is there. So, or, or, or what I like to say to other people too, is like, basically, go to Google and type in S. Anthony says, everything that I'm attached to, all my Snapchats and Double Chats and all of that crap, follow <laughs> all of it, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as far as the stand-up is concerned, I, I, I'm writing a new show, so I'll be doing that uh, probably early next year, but Screw all that crap. The podcast is now, baby. Listen yeah. to that. <laughs> all right.
1: Man, this has been great. My ribs hurt. My stomach muscles are all tight and everything. Felt like I've been doing crunches because I've been laughing so that'll much.
2: Be, that'll be $35. Shit. On top of the five <laughs> that you asked for at the beginning? God damn. <laughs> That's right. It's $40. That's not that much. Monthly. And uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right what what what'd you say what <laughs> paypal
2: <laughs> yeah. man this has been fun man i i, I appreciate uh i appreciate uh, you have me on man. i really do because i listen to the to, to, i actually have I actually you were uh, the phone and i'm talking to you on i am subscribed to you on this phone so i'm usually it's kind of weird to listen to you on this phone and then actually be talking to you on the same phone that I was listening to you on. <laughs> kind of weird. Say, like, hey, this guy, this podcast is weird. I'm listening to it, and somehow the things he's saying is it's almost as if he's talking directly to me. I
1: know, I tailored it for you. <laughs> 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 but yes, I appreciate you. My, my my you you the podcast OG of the both of us. You've been doing this for about three years now?
2: Uh three years not uh near the end of October, it'll be three years, yeah. Yeah, so you are my
1: senior and I appreciate you taking time out to be with your young learner here in the podcast world.
2: I appreciate you having me, man. I really do. I really, really do. I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. So any other shout outs or anything you want to put up before we go ahead and ride off into the evenings?
2: Uh ladies. I am single. <laughs> Yeah, I have no disease and I'm looking to settle down.
1: <laughs> Man, uh, that's oh no, no, no. That's been the greatest thing since I've been doing this podcast ever. <laughs> you know what? Hold on. I ain't I ain't ready to go no more. Hold on. You got a couple more minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, all right, all right okay. We, What's you're talking about the ladies and everything. L- let's get, get back into uh, dating and stuff like that there. Cause, you know, I'm looking mm-hmm. down at my my few little notes that I had and I wanted to ask you this earlier, but I've been laughing and giggling so hard that I done omitted it from the record. I done forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're single. Boom, yes. boom, no diseases. boom, <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> um, have you ever done
2: any online dating? No. No. Nah. No, a friend of mine. Uh, I have friends that actually did online dating, and I mean successfully. You know, uh, I'm not going to mention her name. She's a friend of mine, and she went online and and found her husband. Dude was is a like really cool guy, and uh, they are still together. Got a couple kids. And, you know, and I'm not saying that I wouldn't do it. You know, I have nothing against it. I'm like, all all I want to find is a good woman. I don't give a crap if she comes from the planet Zortram. You know, <laughs> she comes from online. I don't give a crap if she steals roses from the backyard. And I'm like, hey, put them roses back. And we wind up dating. I don't give a crap. I just have never done it. And, you know, I really think the real reason is because I'm online so much is like, I need to do something that's not online.
1: Okay, I can I can understand that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like for me, because um, this is my second marriage. And me, mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, we've been we going on eight years together, and me and her met online or whatever, mm-hmm. however many years ago. And I don't yeah,
2: know no, how was that. I mean, what I mean when you when you because the thing is, it's like like I said, I'm open to it because I mean you would be the. I, I mean, I I know I know personally one that was super successful, but I know them closely, close friends. Yeah. Well, she was a friend first, and of course, I became friends with him. And I know maybe ten people that were successful, you know, uh, not counting you. It would have been nine, than you, counting you. That's ten. And and I was I was wondering about this, like you know. I mean, is, is it just that they kind of narrow it down and so you're not wasting more time going out with people that are just completely not compatible at all? Well, see, that's basically what it is.
1: Well, see, this is the thing though. It's like I didn't go to a specific dating site, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't go to like match.com or whatever they had eight or nine, whatever years ago when I was mm-hmm. online. This was just like straight raw internet. I mean, I had protection, I had my firewall on, my spam blockers, and all that shit, but.
2: No, so you paid up though
1: yeah 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 so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I was like in Yahoo chat rooms and all kind of stuff mm-hmm. or whatever and um, um, I don't know if you remember it but like it was booming at the time that my space was really taking off it was a website called
2: mm-hmm. Black Planet Black yes I do yeah boy <laughs> I was actually on that and uh yeah I was uh I got some I got some interesting uh um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I put it this way: You did good, buddy. <laughs> we saw it's like it's like you. They were saying things to me that I would like them to say if we were dating and getting it on, and they were my woman. Yeah, but I don't necessarily need to hear that. Like, hey, my name is Seth Anthony. Lick my. Okay, Ooh. listen. Uh- <laughs> 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 I mean, can we? Have, I mean, you know. I believe, mean, you know, it's like, wait a second. I mean, I'm, I'm down. If like, like I said, if that's my woman, and I walk in the house, and she hadn't seen me because I was on the road for a week or two, and she says that I'm like, hey, well, guess what? It's about to happen. Yeah. But some lady from Florida, and I'm living in New Jersey. is like, hey, what time is it? Time for you to eat. Okay, okay. <laughs> 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 so I was like, I'm cool. I was out of there after. I was like, I, I, I can't find a wife like that. But, uh, but the thing is, I should have just got. I mean, from what what happened to you I should have just said okay I just had to weed through those to get to the good ones
1: yeah and it was no lie I mean it was trial and error trial and error and it was just pretty much the things that you would think would happen from online stuff is what happened you know you go to the profile page or whatever and you know you know how MySpace used to be it had the fucking music mm-hmm. and the damn glitter all over the goddamn profile stuff and fucking playing Sade and fucking sweetest taboo and all this other bullshit. I
2: annoyed I mean, that annoyed the crowd. That got me off pages so fast. When I went in there and I saw all purple glitter lettering, <laughs> right, and you tried to click on the base, and it took it took eight minutes to load, and then all of a sudden,
3: smooth operator. Okay,
2: I, I can't do this. That's <laughs> like, you know, I can't do it.
1: It's hard not life
2: Go, for no, us. No, no.
1: It's, okay, stop okay, it. Okay,
2: Make the memory stop. stop.
1: <laughs> it's like, I'm out. Yeah, see, but, but that, was, that was the thing, though. Anything that you can think of that would go wrong from online dating, I've probably been through it. All right, she got a nice picture up there or whatever, looking all good and sexified and everything. But she did what she failed to omit was that, you know, hey, this is me before I had my three kids, or this is me in high school versus you know this is ten years later or some shit like that. So you know, I'm. On the phone with this person now, cause you know, it, it graduates. You send a little message. They send a message back if they're interested. You do a little corresponding, you know, via, um, personal messages on the thing. Maybe you'll graduate to text messages when text messages started getting popular back then. And then, you know, you actually talk on the phone, you know, hear each other voice for the first time. Then boom, you're making plans to meet each other in person. So, all right, cool. I've seen the picture correspond online couple text messages here and there, and, you know, this whole time from the first initial message to the text message to the actual voice-to-voice call, I'm looking at these pictures on this profile like, man, this is a nice-looking young lady. We're gonna get down whenever we get into, you know, each other's proximity. So, make the plans. Talk an ass load of shit on the phone. Like, yeah, we done graduated to the point to where we done Squashed all the small talk on the freaking personal messages and the text messages, and now we voice the voice, and we just talking mad shit. It's like, oh yeah, when we finally meet, this gonna go down. Fucking yoga position, downward dog, goddamn, Mm -hmm. all kind of crazy shit, right? So Mm -hmm. I done talked all this shit this whole time from beginning to present. It's the game. It's game night. Come over to the crib. I got the fucking food ready. A damn have my protection, my stuff, not theirs. Mm-hmm. And you know the mood is set. We it's it's gonna go down when they get to it. Motherfucker show up, don't look nothing like the
2: motherfucking picture on the motherfucking profile. <laughs> and it's a, I'm just like, uh, it's, just, it's, it's like, oh Miss Miss Johnson, I understand that you're very protective of your daughter, but it's but I mean I, she's a grown woman now. <laughs> it's not the daughter, it's me. <laughs> really. Oh, really? Yeah, well, I just want to let you know that uh, S. Anthony isn't here right now. Um, (laughs) See, see, but just the thing, though,
1: most people would have done that because, you know, it it goes to the back to morals. Hey, this person lied to me. Why would I want to associate myself with a person like that that would openly lie to me to my face like that, you know? You deceive Mm -hmm. me. You fucking you you dash my hopes and dreams. I could have, we could have built something off of this foundation. Get the fuck out of my sight! Get the hell on. Nope. not this guy. What I did, I was like, "Come on in." I done talked all this shit, so now I gotta deliver. I go in the goddamn kitchen, go in the freezer. In the back of the freezer was a big ass bottle of Bacardi Limon. I take a couple shots, and I'm like, "It's game time."
2: <laughs> you know, you drank that whole thing.
1: Oh, that, most of it. <laughs> I, had to, I had to have some. I had to have some whips wits about me or whatever. <laughs> And it, it was, I, and that happened more than once. And mm-hmm. that that bottle in the back of the refrigerator got replenished hella times.
2: <laughs> all, all I will say is, coffee shop and Google Hangouts. Yeah, see,
1: but like I said, yeah,
2: a, <laughs> they didn't have that back then. Well, they had coffee shops. Yeah, no Google Hangouts. But see,
1: but that was a thing for me though, because like I said, through my experience being in the military. I could have died and been getting nothing at all, so I did not give a fuck. Like I said, I didn't tripped mm-hmm. o- I didn't tripped over my standards, opening the door for her to come in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can see. It. I mean, because I, I, the thing is, is like you know, you see people that are that are happily married, and I have a couple of people that I know that are happily married. well. I mean, more than a couple of people, but a couple that are like really, really happily married. And I don't. See, and I don't do the jealousy thing. I don't like they're happy and their happiness is ruining mine. And how come they're happy and how come I'm not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm all on the line of seeing somebody, like if I see somebody successful, I ain't, it's like, I'm just a regular guy that's, you know, and I see what Kevin Hart's doing and Louis CK's doing and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm not looking at them like, well, how come they're doing that? And I'm, I'm going, man, they are in a good position. I look forward to being where they are when, you know, when I, when I do my thing, I'm not like, you know, let's see a happy yeah. relationship. I ain't jealous of it. I'm like, well, I know it's real because I see it in front of me yeah. and I would like to do that. And I believe I can. So, you know, so, and, and before, and I was so focused on my, other, my own thing, you know, after a while and been in a couple of relationships that were, that were good for 80% of it. And then the last bottom, the, the, you know, the the last 20% was like the Titanic with nukes on it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, so, so it was like, you know, it was like, oh, all right. You know, if I got to go through some, some more 80 20s, I'm cool with it. You know, it doesn't really matter anymore. Yeah. You know, because, you know, so, you know, but as far as the, the online dating, like I said, I'm, I'm open to whatever leads me to finding a good woman to enjoy my final 50. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: because I was just like, I was bad, man. I look back about some on some of that stuff and I was just like, it was fun for the time, but I can't imagine doing that over <laughs> again. And <laughs> I can remember <laughs> the old classic or whatever, right? You go out. You get hammered or whatever, and then, damn, you wake up in a strange place, then you roll over. It's like, oh, man, I must have got some. Got this naked lady right here next to me, and then she rolled over. She looked like a goddamn Garuga monster and shit, and you like, oh, then you fucking jump the hell up, put your clothes on, then you run off.
2: I okay, tell the truth. I, no,
1: I know no, no, what no. you really
2: did. Oh, no, no. You got it on one more time because it's like, well,
1: I already did it. Well, see, <laughs> see you kind of spoiled my punchline there, player. Oh, <laughs> but there's a twist to this as well. There's a twist. All right. Like I said, young me over nine years ago, didn't give a fuck. Done seen war, seen dead bodies. I could have missed out on all the ass forever. So I'm in the club, what I usually used to do. I had a I was lucky enough to have a friend that lived literally around the corner from the club. So we would go to day house. I parked the car there, pre game at day house, stagger my ass to the club around the corner, then get in the club, get tow up some more. And then if I ain't come off of nothing, you know, I stagger my ass right back on to the freaking, um, day house. This one particular night, I drove to the club. I didn't pre game, just went to the club, hang, hung out with a couple of my friends. Got a little bit intoxicated. You know, this is a path. This is past me. I didn't make rational decisions. I did imbibe a little bit of the alcohol and then attempt to drive. Bad decision. Mm-hmm. Hey, young people or anybody that's listening, don't do that shit because I could have easily lost my life. But invincible, right? Young me, invincible. I don't give a fuck. I done seen some shit. I do what the hell I want. So I'm in the club, getting trash, getting drunk. And I ain't really come off of nothing. You know, I didn't really dance with as many ladies as I wanted to or get the phone uh, adequate amount of phone numbers and everything like that. So I was scraping the bottom of the barrel. I was getting desperate. So by fate's chance, by how it ever happened, club closing down, lights come on, everybody scattering. They going to their cars, everybody hitting the exits. This one big girl, the Gruga monster that I had mentioned beforehand, she come walk in front of me and she started dancing in front of me. And me and my inebriated state was like, girl, you better quit that shit. Fuck around and take you home. Exact words. Only one of the one things that I remember from that night. Mm -hmm. And she was like, okay. I was like, okay. (laughs) So you can tell she was a pro. We get out to the parking lot and she goes to her friend's car. Her friend popped the the trunk and she got a gym bag out of there with some overnight clothes and everything and she threw it in the trunk of my car. so we go back we go back to the house unspeakable things happen I wake up in the morning and it was where I left you at in the beginning I wake up oh man got some naked lady next to me what's going on with this she roll over I'm like oh oh Jesus sound like Hank Hill like oh oh." (laughs) (laughs) and just like you said I was like well fuck it something done already happened might as well Do it again. So went through that whole thing sober, which was a thing. (laughs) (laughs) And coming down off of my inebriated state, hangover, the whole nine yards, the whole shebang, the euphoria of orgasms and things of that nature. Go make my exit, right? What I failed to realize was in my inebriated state, we did not go back to her house. We went back to my house.
2: <laughs> oh, now we got to go to Homer Simpson. Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't do the dining dash per se. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: So me being the military man that I am, I adapt and I overcome. So what I did, I went in the bathroom. I text one of my friends because I am a military man. This person knew, knew as such. So I text one of my friends. I was like, hey, call me in five minutes. Sent the text out three minutes later. That's because they knew the drill. Get the phone call. Bring, bring. Oh, what's up? Yeah. This is, this is corporal. What such and such. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's that today? Fuck. I forgot. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'll be there as soon as I can. All right. Hey. Um, I have duty today or some shit like that. I, I, for, I forgot all about it. You know, I, I got to go like right now, right now. Like, so let's get your shit. Get you the fuck out of here so we can get the hell on. (laughs) And it's the most awkward thing because one, I brought this person to my house. So now when I leave my house, I'm zigzagging and going all kind of ways that I would never go before because I don't want this motherfucker to remember how the hell they got to my house. (laughs) And then two, after all that euphoria and the alcohol and all this shit starts to come down and wear off, I'm sitting in a car with this person I don't know ugly as fuck and we have this awkward car ride home now (laughs) (laughs) so yeah be responsible don't drink and
2: drive and don't drink and uh choose a mate (laughs) oh and one more thing I just want to apologize to the comedy community I'm usually very very adept at avoiding stomp, uh drop kicking somebody's punchline it very, very rarely happens, so I want to apologize to everyone and to you and everyone listening. Uh, no, <laughs> I, that very rarely happens. I usually am able to avoid that, but uh, don't let don't let that be uh don't let don't let the don't judge me by that, everybody. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man, but yeah, that's it. Is it has its ups and it has its downs. But now we have the technology. You can make decisions stronger and faster than you ever could before. <laughs> so, yeah, just like you said, I, I, Google Hangouts and Skype, Periscope. Look at this motherfucker in the face for real. <laughs> we don't want no catfish incidents.
2: Yeah, <laughs> know I don't want no catfish, no snails, none of that. Um, so, <laughs> so but I, I'll be honest with you. It's like I, I am so much better and faster when I'm in the room with somebody. Yeah. And, uh, is, is, cause, cause the, cause the thing is, I can, I, I'm really, really good at standing with somebody in like a few seconds assessing who I'm dealing with. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and also, you know, the magic that is me. The magic that is me. The magic that is him. <laughs> you know, and I hang out with the, you know, the, the thing. Cause the thing is, like, you know, my, my pretty boyfriend's wondering why I had more quote, girlfriends, unquote, than they did. I said, so you have to understand the power of the goofy looking. <laughs> you know, see, I'm just a goofy looking dopey dude. And because I'm a goofy looking dopey, dopey dude, as you said, I can adapt and overcome just about anything. You have to sit there in the mirror with the thing. and the thing. I could put a t-shirt on, pull up my jeans, put my shoes on, walk outside and go, what's going on? About, about two jokes later, hi, 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 hi. thanks to your phone number. <laughs> And this guy's like, you know, yeah, you know, he got to put his little thing on, got to have the perfect shoes that they get the perfect this. And I walk out in the T-shirt. T-shirt was probably on backwards, but she thinks that's cute. I don't give a crap. And (laughs) And not giving a crap has worked for me because, like I said to some other people, you get what you get. You know, you already know what I look like when I'm dope, when I'm dopey looking because I've always been dopey looking. You, I don't have to get into the mirror and do all the perfect grooming and per- I ain't doing that crap. This is what you get. You get a five foot eight, g- goofy looking guy with dimples. That's what you get. If you like that, great. If you don't, great. I don't care. And because of that, I, I was as successful as the Pretty Boys, yeah. which is which which really really annoyed them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like the whole thing, and you know, I've been burnt so many times with the online stuff. But yeah, I mean, some good came out of it. It's just nothing was uh made into a lasting relationship. But um, mm-hmm. when it came to my wife or whatever, I mean, the process was different. You know, I mean, we did core, we did the graduation, the graduating stages. You know, correspond online, mm-hmm. move up to text messages, and then we talked. You know, voice to voice or whatever. But it wasn't nothing like you know, how it was previously or whatever. I mean, by this point I was like, man, I'm about tired of this shit. You know, I I don't really delve into the nightlife no more. You know, I'm looking for a mate mate, you know? So we talked normally. It wasn't, you know, straight into it. Let's, you know, what what bra size you got and all kind of shit. What size shoe I wear or whatever the fuck. It wasn't none of that. It was, you know, mm-hmm. straight conversation or whatever. And then, um, I met her in person and I didn't try none of the old antics or whatever. And we just sat there and we talked, had a conversation and I wanted more of that, the conversation. So I was like, hey, uh, can we do this again sometime? Yeah. And here we are almost eight years later.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, That's the thing. It's a lot of times and I've come to find because like anybody else, I get my heart ripped out of my chest through the top of my head you know, out through my armpit a few, few <laughs> a few, times. And, and it's like anybody else, you get your rejections, you get embarrassed, you get shot down hard. You know, you feel embarrassed. I've been there a million and a half times. But the thing I've noticed about the ones that, because I have ex-girlfriends that I'm still cool with right now, even though we don't, there's a couple of them I'm really cool with. And we, you know, years ago we jumped on top of each other and did stuff, you know, because we were, we, were, we were seriously in a relationship but didn't work out, but we were still cool. And, you know, I noticed that it's better to be with somebody you dig. Cause the, the getting it on part, that's always awesome. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> when that works, that's the easy part. It's the other 22, 23 hours of the day, uh, that you gotta like that. Cause if you like that, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I'm thinking about myself. The other seven hours of the day when you're not getting it on, cause that's usually how long it takes when I get it on with the babes. <laughs> the seven hours that is left. <laughs> seven hours that are left when you when you when you, when, you, when you're doing that if you don't like them during that time period if you don't like them then you know everything else is kind of a waste of time everything else is just complete horse crap everything else is a waste of time so you know you can't uh, everything else is a waste of time yeah. so you, you can't um you can't waste your time with that other silliness because if, if you don't like them you know you jump on top of them and then you know, or they jump on top of you. I don't want to be gender specific because I know half the audience is going to be women. You know, you jump on top of a guy. Yeah, he's got a nice six pack, but you no. Know, when you want to, oh man, I shouldn't have done that joke. Now oh, the damn the fire department come happening. and get you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fire department. Uh, but the, the thing about it is, you know, and I learned that a long time ago. You know, because like I'll see, I, even now I see somebody like man, that woman, yummy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you'll talk to her and it's like, oh, oh no she's super intelligent but she's a huge pain in the ass and women, women gotta feel the same way this guy's hot he's this he's that and you talk to the guy and you're like ah he's kind of a jackass nah that's alright I'll just find I'd rather just find you know just find somebody that you like that's cool and then go to the gym together you can build the body yeah. <laughs> you know that's the thing I was saying before you can get you can get a nice body at the gym in six months you can, you know but if a person's a piece of crap or just incompatible that ain't gonna help you any true so find somebody you like then you know everything else you you, you can you you can you can manufacture that in the gym yeah (laughs) you
1: know all right man (laughs) we done ran it ran it longer than what i expected but it's been all good and um we done already did the shout outs and your plugs and everything but we done ran over so much i think you need to do it again
2: I'm not the kind of person that's going to sit on your podcast after you were gracious enough to have me on and be talking about the fact that I have a podcast called the S. Yes, Anthony says podcast. No one cares that it's on iTunes. No one cares that the S. Yes, Anthony says podcast is on Stitcher. No one cares about that. Yes, it's on tune radio. So what? yes yes Anthony says podcast is on the podcast revolution network you don't care about that damn it and I know what the easiest thing to do would be to just go to Google and look up S. Anthony says and all my stuff is there I'm saying I'm not talking about that I'm above that I won't do it <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be five dollars
2: <laughs> and that means you only owe me 35 then All right,
1: (laughs) got a border system. I like it. (laughs) All right, man. Once again, I appreciate you taking your time out to do this with me. Uh, Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me
2: on. Really do. Thank you.
1: All right. Have a great evening and take care. Take care, my brother. All right. And that was the show. And, And as you heard, I mean, I was trying to cut it down. And, uh, you know, I, we started right back up again. I mean, that's how much fun we were having. It was a great podcast. And I appreciate Mr. S. Anthony Thomas for coming on to my show, being a guest. And, you know, when I first, you know, got into doing podcasts and everything, and I was just looking through all the different podcasts that was um, on Twitter, or well, being advertised via Twitter and everything like that, came across um his podcast. And I don't know why every time I seen the name, it said S Anthony Thomas. I don't know why, but the motherfucking S it always, you know, in my mind, when I saw the S it's I always thought it stood for sir. I mean, I know it doesn't stand for sir. Cause I mean, he told me what it was on the episode, but it was just always played like that. In my mind, it was like, sir, Anthony Thomas, you know, <laughs> that's how it play out in my mind every time I see it spelled out like that. I don't know why. It's just one of those random occurrences. Random, but yeah, man, I just by far one of the top episodes <laughs> that I've had the pleasure of doing with a guest. It was so much fun. So much fun. Um, yeah. I was at a loss for words. I'm just chuckling to myself right now. (laughs) Think about all the shit that we spoke about during the whole podcast and everything. But yeah, at this time, you know what it is reserved for shout outs, which I'm going to shout out everybody, all you guys shouting out, especially my guest today, Sir Anthony Thomas. And you can find his show. S. Anthony says on all the places that you find freaking podcasts because he's everywhere. And you know it was funny. He turned me on to a whole bunch of different places because every time he would post, you know, when his new episodes are out or getting ready to come out or whatever, it's always from a different place. it would be from like Mixcloud or it'd be from a Podbay or it'd be from Stitcher or TuneIn or something like that. And I was like. Yo, he's all over the place. I was like, let me look into these places, and now my podcasts are posted on all those different places. So, thank you, sir. with your infinite podcast wisdom for imparting some of that upon to me, so I can get my podcast out there to everyone who uses all these different platforms to put their podcasts out there. Yeah. And you can find him on Twitter. He has two Twitter. Accounts that you can reach out to him on. One which is being S Anthony Thomas, all one word, and then he has a Twitter account for the show, which is S Anthony says. I think I got that right. I'm gonna get on my my phone real quick and check double check that there. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. That's S Anthony Thomas. I got the first one right. It is. Anthony says, "All one word. See, I got them both right. Remembering shit off the dome didn't have to take no notes and shit. Which I don't normally take notes because mm-hmm. usually, you know, I'm forgetful to a fault. It's like I forget, and I know I'm forgetful. So I was like, hey, self, the shit is important. Write it down.' And I do. I write the things down, and I forget where I put the shit." That I wrote down it. I lose the whole fucking tablet or whatever the hell. I wrote the shit down that I was supposed to remember. It's it's bad. I know. But anyway. Shout out to everybody. That's putting out content. Into world for everybody to enjoy. Stand up comedians. Like Josh O. And Mr. S. Anthony Thomas. Or Sir Anthony Thomas. As I'm going to call him from now on. Until he sends me a cease and desist letter. Which he probably will. He was so gracious enough to waive that thirty five dollar fee that he was going to charge me for doing the show. But I digress. And I want to give a shout out to the Pottern family. just the account. It's the hashtag. Through this thing, the Pottern family, I was able to meet Sir Anthony Thomas and Josh O. and the Horribly Awkward Podcast and the pa- Passersby Podcast. The Guy Shaped Mommy Hole Podcast. The Mixed Feelings Podcast. Um, who else? Uh, the Jupiter Boys. Freaking, I'm trying to just name them off my head. The Story Breakers Podcast, which is freaking cool. The Countdown Podcast. Who else? I'm just trying to spot them all off off my dome piece. Uh, the freaking... Comic noob guys podcast. That's probably not the accurate name, but you know who the fuck I'm talking about. It's not too many people with that name. Um, shit. M. Saurus Rex movie. Source Rex. Rawr, that fucking dinosaur. Fucking throw me off every time. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Um, I'm, 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 I'm. there's so many. So many. I should just pull up my goddamn. I got my phone right here. I always spot about. We had the technology. It's 2016. So, oh yeah, is anyone there? There, there. Love that podcast. What else we got? We got ice and the face. Remember, you got to put emphasis on the and because if you just try to say it through, you know, not putting any brain power behind it, you're gonna say ice in the face, which that's not the name of the podcast. It's ice and the face. Shout out to Spooky Meats. What else I got in here? I got uh, How Is This Movie. Shout out to the Naked Porch. Especially those guys. They, they fucking cool. Talking about flying squirrels and all kind of shit like that. The Wrestling Court. Uh, the Pure Orgasmic Love Podcast. The 8-Bit Jabba's Podcast. I need to put out more episodes. I'm missing your voices. Gareth's Random Ramblings. He was the first podcaster that I did a crossover episode with. So shout out to Gareth and Bex. Bex, hope you're feeling better after your surgery. Awesome stuff. What else we got in here? And then everything else is kind of commercial. We don't have cookies. Shout out to them. I got your episode in my queue. I'm going to listen to that. Excuse my ad lib. I haven't listened to your episode yet, but I got it in my queue. The Bloke Busters podcast, which I will be featured on Sunday, hopefully. If everything works out as planned, Uh, chaos and theory. Shout out to that podcast. Generation K podcast was uh, featured on new and noteworthy. So shout out to them over that way. Him and freaking the almighty psyche. We got the life cast podcast. Shout out to them. It's in my queue. I'm going to listen to it. Uh, We got the. Irresponsible Mentors Podcast. Shout out to you, fellas. I've listened to it. Good show. I think I gave you a review. If I didn't, I'll get on that soon. Random Chatterings Podcast with my boy Arley, talking about blue waffles and staring off into the abyss and everything like that. Appreciate you. I was on his show. He was on my show. My show came out before his show, and his show was recorded before he came on to my show, which is weird, but he got shit going on. I ain't going to hold it against him. Arlie, get the shit out right now. And who else? We got Books versus Movies podcast. We got the True Skill Games podcast. Lost at Home podcast. The Unwritable Rant podcast. We got the Kung Fu Drive-In, which um, did a review on one of my Kung Fu favorites, the Five Elements Ninjas, or the Super Ninjas. We got the Cave Crew Radio over there with Stew and them. Choo-choo, Stew. We got the Hopeless Ramblers, which they got ramblers i got rambling in my podcast so we kind of similar in that way i'm looking to hook up with those guys and do a podcast we got the three lunatics podcast we got the soiled restroom cinema podcast who seems at every turn to find a way to shit on my childhood but it's a good podcast anyway so uh, We got the Critical Breakdown podcast. We got the Grown Ups podcast. Love those guys. They give me ideas for tattoos and all kind of things. And I like the man cave that they record in. We got the Jake and Tim Conquer the World podcast. I got you in my queue. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, what did I just watch? That is a funny ass podcast. They just sit there and fucking wallow in their disdain for horribly made movies and mockumentaries and stuff like that. We got the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Alas, I shed a tear for these fellas. I don't think they're going to continue on with the podcast. I mean, schedule conflicts and all kind of other things like that. But, you know, keep your ear to the ground. They might revamp it in some kind of way and do keep on doing it. We got the Just John Podcast, which he was supposed to be on my podcast, but he had some other shit to do. So he kind of bailed out on me. You still on my motherfucking guest list, and I ain't gonna stop harassing you till you come on my motherfucking show like you're supposed to. Shout out to Just John. Got the Passers By podcast, which hopefully I'll be on tomorrow, telling y'all a zany, wacky, depressing story in a way. So shout out to the Passers By podcast. We got the Pubcast. We got the Master Debaters. This is one of the first podcasts that I liked. When I started my podcast and I retweet they shit all the time, every time that I see it, the neck and diner, we got pro wrestling, Iowa, we got the real deal with Damon Adams. We got the family affairs podcast. We got the three geeks podcast network. We got the MFPH, which I listened to the episode once and I found out what those initials stood for, but I haven't listened to the podcast in a while. So I fucking forgot already. So sorry about that. We got the mud tooth show. We got the Broken Filter Live podcast. We got Matt's Madness and we have the Banyan Collective and we have the Redemption podcast. That's everything that's in my freaking podcast queue. Some that I have subscribe to, some that I downloaded so I can listen to it later but it's all there. I want to give a shout out to all y'all. I'm out of breath. I'm kind of hot, kind of sweaty right now and I think I'm going to end it here. You can find me on Twitter at It's B-Rob. That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. You can follow the show. It has a Twitter account. And it is, get ready for it. It's at R-R-R underscore podcast. That's three R's underscore podcast. Sound like a pirate when you do it. Just go R -R -R underscore podcast. I have a Facebook group. Well, it's not a group. It's just a page. You can come on there. You can post random things. Random. And you can just go to that by going to Facebook. Type in the search bar, Random Ramblers with Rob. It'll pop up. You like it. You post things. Send me instant messages. All that poop. You do all that shit on the Facebook. I have a website. Go to it was um, I'm going to start adding to the website. It's more writing in my blog section. You know why? Because I got somebody else to do it for me. Ha ha. It's going to be Mrs. B. Rob. My wife is talented. She is freaking creative. She uses her mind in ways that I don't understand. It's probably because she's a woman and I'm a guy. We don't understand women. So, you know, you know how that goes. But she is an author. She has a book. If you go to my website, which is random robcast.com on the very front page you scroll all the way down is a book that you got published you can download that shit to your smart device or whatever and read that shit while you're on the train or you don't well don't read it in your car you can read it in your car if your car is in park or if you're a passenger in a car you can read it that way but don't try to read it and drive the only way I would recommend it that you try to read it and drive is if you in bumper to bumper traffic and you're not moving that often. Then you can read it then. But otherwise, if you're in a car, make sure you're a passenger or the bitch is in park. I digress. Listen, <laughs> you can find a book on my website, randomrobcast.com, And, um, it's down at the bottom. You can also donate. I don't know why I put the donate button on there. It's just, it was a thing to put on a website. So, fuck it. <laughs> if you want to, you can. If you don't want to, I'm not twisting your arm. I'm just throwing it out there. Wink, wink. I also got some merch. Just finally, I got some t-shirts made through uh, spreadtees.com. And I got a link on my freaking website, which is randombroadcast.com. Same page with my wife's book. It's down at the bottom. Like I said, I'm not twisting your arm. But it's there if there's an interest for it. And damn, I, I said all that just to say that my wife is going to be writing columns on my website. So when you go to my website, they got a tab at the bottom, say blog. I got some things that I've written on there and she's going to be writing things on there. I think our first topic is going to be um, about step parents and everything. So you got comment blocks at the bottom. So if you want to comment on what she write, put it down on the bottom. Yay. Things trying to get more interactive and everything. Uh, I think that's it. I plugged everything. I'm out of breath because I was rambling hard and fast. And it didn't end quickly. Oh, yeah, that's how I do things. But shout out again to Sir Anthony Thomas. <laughs> I know it's not Sir, but it's a S. Anthony Thomas. Appreciate you again for being on the show. And to those of you listening, thank you listening to the random, random ramblings of me, and I'll see you next time. Bonus content.
0: Hey, you're the one that's always silly sometimes. Yeah. Hey, Daddy. daddy. What? I'm always silly. Make everyone happy. You're awesome. Yeah, you. You're the best daddy ever! Yeah, you. You're welcome. Yeah, what? I ah, got me, mister! Yeah. Daddy. Yeah. It's gonna take me all day to figure this out. Yeah, yeah, sure.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think I had to wrap. Hey, you're not covering me. <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. Oh, man, I need to calm down. (laughs) It's gonna gonna be a long day. I don't know. Whatever you want. (laughs) Yes, whatever we want. Sure. Okay. And then uh, I
4: to point
0: to you like this. And that's when you can start talking. Okay. Sure? Yes. So what, what are you gonna do when I do like this? I gotta talk. Okay. Go we <laughs> <it> all out. <laughs> Alright. Let's see, I
4: gotta I gotta
0: get ready. Alright, warm yourself up. <laughs> yeah, Do again, again. One more time. <laughs> 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 oh, that warming me up.
4: i doing something that I don't usually do. I have a guest with me here when to do my intros and everything for the show. And my guest is my youngest child, Shunaya.
0: Hello, everybody. It's my second time doing a video with my daddy. Oh my gosh, it's been a long day before I've done this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh,
4: so, how are you, Shania?
0: I am good.
4: You are just good, or you are all right?
0: I am awesomely perfect.
4: Awesomely perfect. Okay. So, what we're we doing right now is uh, we're recording, and I got the periscope going, and there's only one person watching the periscope, and that's me, because I got the tablet set up in the corner over there. Look at it. Look over there. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hello.
0: And <laughs> yeah, my phone here, so I'm kind of monitoring it.
4: So, yeah, I'm the only one on my periscope. <laughs> like, I'm the only one posting shit on my face. Hey, don't you repeat any of the bad language you're probably using, okay? Okay. It was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> so, today, we have a guest. We have a guest today. Other than you.
0: Huh.
4: Well, you're my guest now, but I have a guest who's going to be on the show with later.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. probably it's going to be Jackson, Keelan, and Katie. No, no, it's not
4: <laughs> none of them. It's somebody different. It's somebody that was on. The, I
0: was talking to them on the internet. Ah, ah, ah! It's one of those dudes.
4: Yes, it's one of those dudes.
0: Yes. His uh-huh. dude name
4: is S. Anthony Thomas.
0: Anthony Thomas. That's a cool name.
4: Yes, so, there you go. That's your silver approval there, guy. My kid said that you got a cool name. Are you sleeping? No. Well, you're
0: a you're
4: Uh. Like, uh, Mr. Thomas <laughs> is a stand-up comedian. Do you know what that is?
0: Maybe.
4: Uh, take, you want to take a guess?
0: I don't know. You
4: don't know who's stand-up?
0: I don't know. I don't know what those things are.
4: (laughs) Okay, well, it's a person that goes on stage in front of people and he tells jokes to make people laugh.
0: (laughs) You're funny. And I'm funny.
4: So you think you uh, you can make a good be a good uh, stand up comedian?
0: Sure. Sure. You too. Me too? (laughs) Yes. Probably with tens probably we're twins because we do the same thing sometimes. Just
4: <laughs> sometimes? Yes. Okay. You think you
0: make a good sound comedian?
4: Why don't you go ahead and tell me a joke?
0: Why does the chicken cross the road?
4: Well I don't
0: know. So it can lay its eggs <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Chickens do that. I don't know why they lay them wherever they want to lay them. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: you know another joke. sure? Why did the monkey throw bananas at itself? I don't know why did the throw at so. Because it wanted to fall on the brick! <laughs> That's funny. Okay, Ooh, one more joke. All right, one more joke.
4: Yeah.
0: Why did the chicken want to lay its eggs on top of a car? I don't know. Why did the chicken
4: want to lay its eggs on top of a car?
0: Because it wants it to fall off and try to make it be a normal egg. <laughs> okay. That's a funny one.
4: He has a podcast called S. Anthony Says, which you can find on iTunes, Twitter, and all those other places, and stuff like that there. That's like
0: human. So,
4: you know, since I got my little one here, uh, just go ahead and roll into the comic stylings of S. Anthony Thomas on- Anthony! Anthony!
0: I call him Anthony. Anthony? Yes.
4: Okay, so, yeah, we're going to get into what I recorded with Mr. S. Anthony Thomas on the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast.
0: Don't forget me. With with Shania. (laughs) (laughs) You can call me Naya for short.